0: station podcast hopefully you're listening to this after you've stuffed your face with turkey dressing and the, all the other trimmings and of course if you're not in the united states well it was just another day for you so there you go <laughs> uh yeah joel glenn josh with you once again boys how's it going tonight
1: hey happy grand turismo five launch day it's finally here
0: yeah people can believe it it's in their hands it's quite amazing <laughs>
2: Welcome to the PS Nation Holiday Spectacular, brought to you by Gunderson's Unshelled Nuts.
0: (laughs) I need a I need a uh, Bender Nutcracker now. Damn
2: it! Uh, That was great. That was so damn funny.
0: (laughs) Gunderson's Unshelled Nuts. All right, uh well, well, a little bit different this week we uh, we're actually going to try to get this in, so if you hear about it later, you might and you might not uh, we're going to have the Dead Nation interview, actually, the one that we've been trying to get for over a year. just for you people, we're going to record it on Thanksgiving morning, so uh, we'll be sitting around the traditional Thanksgiving Bush and uh, talking Dead Nation to the folks over in Europe.
2: Leave somebody's mom out of
0: this <laughs> <laughs> See, people, in the, people not in the U.S. might not realize there is no Thanksgiving, Bush.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel like anyway. I'm on a Charlie Brown special
1: <laughs> over here.
0: Bush. <laughs> uh, ton of news. What we're playing, two, or th- well, like basically three reviews this week. Uh, iPet for PS3 and for PSP. Review of Pac-Man Champion Edition, uh, Championship Edition DX. And a bunch of voicemails. Uh, we're going to just do voicemails and not emails this week. Because really, it's a holiday. We don't feel like reading at the moment. That's pretty much what it is. So, uh, Joel, why don't you kick us off with the new releases?
1: Yes. It's finally slowing down, so I can start to catch up, and everybody else can start to catch up on all the great games that are piling up. So, just in time for the holidays, there's nothing coming out. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, PS3 new releases this week. Deadliest Catch, Sea of Chaos. Everybody's favorite television show comes to the PS3. Once again. Catch crabs, big ones, with nets. Or go to Canada
0: and do that, because that's where they got the biggest crabs.
2: <laughs> or go down to the
1: 59th Street Bridge and do that. <laughs> I'll do that for ten bucks. <laughs> well, these can't compare to those crabs. These are smaller crabs. These are sea crabs. Ah. So a little bit smaller than the 59th Street crabs that everybody's familiar with. <laughs> well, I don't know about everybody.
0: Josh maybe, but... <laughs>
1: On Topic, Nailed, oh, we coming out talk about this week. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nailed, yeah. <laughs> nailed, yeah, looks like an off-road ATV sort of game. Yeah, played it at Are pack. you sure?
0: Yeah, well, yeah. depends huh. on if you're on the Ficc Bridge or not.
2: Is the developer Vivid?
0: <laughs> I almost said, no, it's Vivendi, <laughs> dummy. No, no, uh, <laughs> God damn it. I just drove through a torrential snowstorm with idiots driving 25 miles an hour because it was the first snowfall of the year. I'm a little off-center right now.
2: Anyway. Perfect. We yeah. can overthrow him tonight.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't think that would take much any night, really. It'd be like, really? You want to do All right, sure. I'm going to go over here now. Oh Yeah, nailed. It was- I played it at PAX. It's all right. I-, I-, I didn't really play it enough to make a good judgment about it, but it's... Some big jumps, uh, decent graphics. I thought. That's about all I can tell you. But yeah. they're both
2: they're both ten bucks off the regular PS3 price. Indeed, which of a game
0: that screams quality. Damn right. Yeah.
2: Hey, a uh, little Forsaken Kingdom there was twenty bucks off with of the regular price, Indeed. and that is quality.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I keep hearing. I Have to give that a try still. All right, well, uh, before we kick into the interview, of course, we have to mention our sponsor. That's right, our sponsor, audiblepodcast.com slash PSNation, of course. Audible.com, Amazon's uh, Audible book site. Tons and tons of Audible books, or audio books, whatever you want to call them. And uh, you can play those on your MP3 player, your uh, smartphone, your PC, your Mac, your Linux box, pretty much anything that can play an MP3. You can play these books on there. If you sign up for our deal through audiblepodcast.com slash PSNation, You get 14 free days. You get a free book with the deal. And if you don't keep the account, you still get to keep the book. So, and then Josh. Free book. Free book. It's free book. You sign up for it. You get a free book. You go to audible.com and sign up. No free book.
2: (laughs) And you and you don't even have to read it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's what's scaring people. It's a free book. <laughs> ah, it's a book, ah, <laughs> but it reads itself to you.
0: <laughs> it, that's even better. It's like it's like the future. It's like you have the, the the person that wrote the book sitting there, or even like a famous actor or something sitting right next to you, sitting in your car passenger seat, reading the book to you, lulling you to sleep as you drive to work.
2: Wait. Hi, I'm Matthew McConaughey.
0: (laughs) I know, man. I keep telling them I'm not right for that movie, and they just keep giving me the part, and I just take my shirt off, show my six-pack.
3: That's right, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, once again, audiblepodcast.com slash PSNation. Get out there. Help us out. That helps us pay our hosting costs and all kinds of cool stuff. All right. Well, uh, we have tried and tried. I looked at the thread. I think it started in like August of 2009. Uh, went out and got the questions for the interview. We're actually recording before the interview, so it might not even happened. Who, who knows? But uh, we're going to be doing this uh, the next morning, and uh, we don't know who we're even talking to. Somebody from Housemark. So uh, check this out. Uh, of course, I gave the game an A+, uh, and I think we were all in agreement with that one. Uh, Mark's new game, Dead Nation. Here's the interview. Well, it took a year to happen, but we have finally set this up. We have um, Ilari from Housemark on the phone. He is the CEO of Housemark, uh, of course. The people behind not only my most favorite game ever, pretty much Superstar HD, but the hotly anticipated zombie shooter Dead Nation. So, thanks very much for taking the time out of your day to talk to us, sir.
4: Yeah, I'm glad to be here.
0: So we have we have a few questions from our community. And uh, also, you know, I'm sure we'll have some questions as well. Uh, but we just wanted to kind of run these by you and find out more about Dead Nation. We've already reviewed the game. Uh, we gave it an A plus.
5: Wow, so
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> you really like that. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I am completely addicted to the game. So, um, so why don't we kick into just from your point of view, kind of an overview of what the game is all about
4: yeah well obviously the starting point of the game is that the world is devastated by this dreadful virus which turns people into zombies and uh, uh, as a player you are one of the few survivors there and uh, your goal is to try to survive uh, in this game world and be a part of a part of a battle and find find the solution how to cure this Dread of wires so uh, that is that is a you know overall setup of the game and of course we you know have have all these zombie related uh uh, things, things there, you know, which which are you know familiar for for every zombie fan, and uh, they, basically the game game the game is about you know shooting of course zombies and going going through this world and try to survive, and and the core gameplay is uh, sort borrowing quite a lot of influence from from old arcade games, but we are adding this new layer of. Of crowd control and more tactical tactical gameplay, and you know how do you kind of resource management, how you how you manage your weapons and supplies, and how do you you know buy buy different things. So we're having a pretty pretty arcade fast pitch gameplay as a basis, but on the top of that, we're building these additional layers to
0: the game. Yeah. Um, well, our first community question is from our buddy Patriot Bball fifty four sixty and uh, he's asking, there are now a few zombie games on the PSN, Burn Zombie Burn being one of them, a good, solid game. What does Dead Nation bring to the platform that I can't already get out of these other downloadable games?
4: Well, I guess we are the third uh, zombie, top-down zombies, we were there uh, first this year. And, uh, and I think we, what we're adding is that the, the other games are, have mostly been based on arena-based gameplay but we are adding here this level based gameplay and on the on the top of that arcade gameplay we as i mentioned earlier we built this resource management and kind of a crowd control more tactical gameplay elements plus plus on the top of that we have this pretty hardcore you know scoring mechanism as well, that uh, all these things combine. I think we 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 have built a game that you can play hours, and hours, uh, and uh, you know come back to the game and try to improve your score and try to you know figure out what's the best tactics for different situations and so forth. So I think we bring bring a lot of depth into this gameplay through this uh, resource management and crowd control and you know, use of different items. So. People can't come back to the game more often than just play too long.
0: I think that's the perfect word for it, is depth. That's one thing I noticed pretty quickly with it.
1: And you touched on the score chasing element, too, and a question from another listener of ours, Zippy Patrick. He asks, does the game actively encourage score chasing?
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. And and we have built up this... uh, this 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 mechanism in there, and like like this multiplier system we have, we you can if you are a very good player uh, and and you are not hit by any zombies, you can just keep keep your multiplier going up and up and up. And of course, that that brings to an, one one element, additional element to the game. And uh, and uh, you know when it comes to score chasing, if you want to uh, try to hit the best course, you try to find all the all the secrets in the game and find out all the zombies you can shoot uh, outside your normal you know brute you you, you, it encourages to find out the secrets and for instance from the first rooftop you can throw a grenade grenade, uh, down um, and that way kill the zombies there that you wouldn't otherwise kill on the street levels Uh, as you can you can find you know well, you can collect multipliers from the from the from those zombies as well, but you you would otherwise uh, would have would have had an opportunity to kill. So there's a lot of those kind of mini secrets.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, our next question is from TK421, and actually you've answered most of this, um, but. Maybe if you can go into the ammo here, uh, he says, "I would like to know if there's going to be if this is going to be more of a shoot 'em up, or is there going to be more strategic element to it?" Uh, to elaborate, will there be a limit to ammo and weapons, such as a Resident Evil type game, or will it be more about become a million zombies, just try to kill them all, like burn zombie burn?
4: Yeah, I guess it's a bit of bit of both, you know. Uh, there's this resource management part of it that you need to uh, buy ammo. Uh, you have one uh, one uh, rifle which is unlimited ammo weapon, but other other others have a limited ammo. You need to buy from the from the shops uh, when you go along with the, in the game. So it's it's a bit of a bit of a ball that that it, this encourages again encourages people to to make choices and and. Um, you know, try out different things, things, and um, test different weapon combinations, which would be best for the gamers. And uh, so, um, I would, I would say it's, it has uh, this tactical strategic element coming from the resource management and uh, and tactical gameplay side of things. But it's, it's pretty hectic as well. As you know, you played that, <laughs> played that game, so it's, a, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a fast game as well. <laughs>
0: Uh, i hate it when those waves come right at me right out of the gate
3: Ah!
1: (laughs) 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 if we can deviate from the script a little bit for a second what do you think about the timing of this game's release we have right now a a brand new television show that's kind of sweeping the country called walking dead and the, the timing of this game's release is just perfect because that walking dead tv show is just increasing zombie interest tremendously
4: well, what a coincidence! indeed. indeed. Uh, <laughs> when we first started to think about this game, actually, we initiated this three years ago where we haven't heard <laughs> heard of this zombie invasion in gaming <laughs> at all. And e- even Left 4 Dead wasn't announced back then. And uh, and it's so funny that, uh, at least, you know, it's funny the timing might be now perfect in that sense, even though we have all these zombies and people might get a bit tired, but... It's it's fantastic, you know. It's those timing things are always always so cryptic that you never never know <laughs> when it's when it's the right time to release any game. But I think we're perfectly happy to happy have it out right now and uh, looking forward to see the TV series. We haven't had that in in here Finland yet, but oh, looking forward okay. to
2: see that. Actually, that leads me. To, I have a question too that I wanted to throw in here, real quick, on my own. Um, um, first of all, you guys, you had Super Stardust HD, which was spectacular. It was an awesome game. Yeah. <laughs> and how do you then move to Dead Nation? What was the? Was that always sort of in the back of your minds, or did you all just sit down and that's what you came up with? Where Where did that really come from?
4: Well, we. We started to think about, you know, we we have done a bit, bit in between other stuff as well. You know, we did the actual live arcade golf teed up casual golf game, and we did Superstars portable. So it took a while before yeah. we after Superstars before we had a time to get into actual development. But actually, it started started as an idea that we could do some some Commando style arcade. Game and eventually, you know, actually, it was our producer Phil from Sony who who actually pushed us over to the zombie theme, and we were of course, you know, elated about that. And yes, we can do zombie game because years before we had actually. Uh, wanted to do a zombie game for, for PlayStation 2 and uh, actually we had a discussion to license a movie right, a movie uh, uh, named for that and uh, all those, those sort of things. So we have had that. I think most of the <laughs> game developers, as we can see now, uh, <laughs> <laughs> have wanted to do, uh, do a zombie game and we have certainly have been one of those uh, years and years and that's that's how it really happened that, you know, we were thinking of doing this character based shoot em shoot em up top down him up game and uh, so happy that we, we could finally <laughs> develop a zombie game as well.
0: Nice. Uh and actually you kinda you kinda touched on on a question that we have. Uh you talked about Super Stardust H D and uh, Turi Six asks, Are you thinking about a PSP version of Dead Nation?
4: Uh, sorry, yeah, well, no, no, not, um, not really, not really yet. That, you know, just we, we just take a deep breath now that we have finished the game and, <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, trying to cram that into PSP. We, we haven't dared to even think about that. So, so no plans, plans there yet regarding uh, that.
0: Sorry. Damn, we thought we'd get something out of them. Duh.
3: Uh, yeah. well, no, sorry. But probably might fabled- be a DLC
4: coming yeah. coming later next year. But that's that's still still you know we just start to think about that as
2: well. So there's always the fabled PSP two, which could
1: come along.
4: Mm, maybe. What's that? I haven't heard of. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs>
4: yeah. So I don't know. It's 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 of course I love to explore that if if Sony Sony would start thinking of that opportunity. So so cer- certainly, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. There's uh, lots of interesting things we'd like to do, do in,
1: the, in the near future. So,
4: so let's see.
3: <laughs>
1: we got a question here from George of the Jungle. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice that he wrote in to you. you. What's up with the world map in the trailer and uh, what is the goal for each country?
4: So basically... You help your country to clean clean the your country wires. Uh, that is the way. So you basically want to want to help the country to be a zombie-free country. So that is actually tracking the progress of your own country. That how this virus cycle has been uh, exterminated, so to speak. So so it's uh, you can it, and and you can you know, kind of like compete. Against uh, your know, neighbor neighboring countries or you know, all the countries in the world, so so you can see that which nation is the best to uh, best ones to in this game. So it sort of gives you a sort of competitive element between countries and gamers in there.
0: Can Can you elaborate a little bit more on the, on the metagame? I know we have another question on it, but it's kind of the same thing, but. Because um, I noticed, um, and you even mentioned it here, uh, about virus phases. Viruses. So, because I know a big question that we had for when we really didn't know a lot about the game was, what happens when your, your country is 100%? You know, do you just walk around the city and do nothing? Or is it yeah, resets yeah. every well, 30 days or something?
5: Yeah, this is
4: the, well, this is a deadly virus, so of course it mutates. So there's going to be another virus cycle. Okay. And uh, and it's gonna be a, it's gonna be populated again, even though you have uh, have been able to eliminate the first, you know, one one-wire cycle. So there's there's this other mutation that's unfortunately happening. But I think it's good for the gamers.
0: Um, and then um, and I guess for the whole metagame, like let's say I finish the game, I I found the cure essentially. How much impact on my country does that have? Is is it a decent impact, or is it pretty much minuscule because of how many players there are in my country?
4: Yeah, it's it's based 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 on how many players players there are, basically. So, so more the players, more the players. Of course, the the smaller the impact. But you know, each time you play, you you kind of contribute to the aggregate score of your country so so your country needs you so don't don't forget that
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's so cool
0: yeah I think that's one of the coolest elements about it and that is such a great mechanic to bring people back to keep playing the game over and over because there's this ultimate goal that everybody's trying to reach
4: yeah, well, it's it's fascinating. How, how, we'll see how it how this works. I think there hasn't been that many games that have, have tried to do this earlier. or At least I, I, we don't know. I think there has been some sort of a meta game scoring things, but I, I think this is something very interesting. And I've I've worked with Superstars. We had a quite a lot of uh, quite a few of those um, leaderboards and high score tables. So that worked out pretty nicely. And now it's Wanted to extend that, and uh, and Sony wanted to put in some ideas they they wanted to do. So, yeah, uh, yeah well, I think it's it's interesting to, to see how how people react to that. But I think it's pretty cool, as I said. You know, well, we're gonna find out.
0: It, it's very surprising the first time you go to that screen and, and you sit at it, and all of a sudden you see the zombie count like increasing in real time, and you, it just kind of. All, all of a sudden, hits you, and you're like, "Oh my god!" You know, I'm I'm actually a part of this bigger game going on in the background, and and I think that's when it finally hits you, and and then you're compelled to go back and start killing more of them.
4: Yeah, well we'll, well, we'll just we'll see how ho- hopefully as many players possible are able to participate in this <laughs> war and and uh, you know have a nice December shooting zombies <laughs> so for every gamers out there that forget about those those uh, first person shooters or, or racing games and you know come come along and you know save your country. So we just hope that that's going to happen, at least for 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 some
1: of the gamers. So. Well, let's, let's kickstart that, kick yeah. that a little bit by talking some smack. Us Americans, we are prepared for the zombie invasion, so look out, everybody else. <laughs> we're coming for you. Yeah,
6: yeah. I think you're better, better, I
4: have to say.
2: <laughs> yeah, and this is a good break from those first-person shooters and stuff like that because it, it does have, with the way the levels are built, it does have sort of a pick-up-and-play. You can just play through one level quickly you can sort of work your way through meticulously like i tend to do and try to find every last little hidden thing on the level and kill every last zombie on the level um you know so there's there's all those elements there that you know are are sort of unique to this game in a way they're they're different than you know the standard first person shooters and and the bigger games that are out there right now that you know i think this is a good it's a good, uh, you know, put those aside for for a half hour, hour, and just go kill some zombies.
4: Yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah, you got got it right. And what we have wanted to do is to give a choice to the players, and basically they, they, they can play. Play a game in different ways, as you as you mentioned that, that, and and they can try out different weapon combinations and and they can find out that you know they should they should imbibe the certain things but save money to buy the you know next big gun rather than upgrade something so, so it gives a lot of choice to players and and you can play it play it differently as you say so so I think that has been one of the key. Key elements and everything you do is meaningful that you know you loot the cars and you kill the zombies there's always this reward there in the form of money or in the form of you know, multiplier so i think we managed to do that really 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 nicely <laughs> yeah yeah definitely
0: so what's your favorite yeah. weapon in the game <clears throat> or item <clears throat>
4: Oh yeah, well I think mine might be might be one of favorites for for me. But I just have found out that even things like you know mortal cocktail used to be useless for me, but now I see that it's it's you know it's very useful yeah. uh, for the of course standard rifle when it's upgraded is 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 the base base weapon. But I think in some situations you you discover that like blade gun. Is is a perfect weapon, you know, when there's corridors and things like that, and so it's hard to say. But I think it's uh, mm-hmm. it gives you a choice to try to tackle these different levels in a different way. So, uh, but I, I think uh, you know, mine might be my you know <laughs>
3: favorite one. Upgrading <laughs> mine. It's so
0: <laughs> nice when you know that you're gonna have hordes of zombies coming at you when you're waiting for like an elevator or something. They're just the best to have. <laughs>
4: Exactly. Your best friend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's exact, It's an example of the strategy element in this game, too, because I didn't realize you could set a perimeter like that until I, I heard Glenn's review. And now that I know that, you know, it opens up the game tremendously. It just adds a whole layer of strategy I didn't even realize existed, just trying to commando style through the game, as you mentioned, because it was the initial uh, yeah, idea I guess behind it.
3: It's,
4: Exactly. I think it's gonna. This game's gonna be hard for those who just think that it's just the arcade shoot, shooting. And uh, I think people gonna find the game hard. But it's what it has been really rewarding. As, as a player, for me, uh, to find out that you 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 are in the middle of some level and you can't get through that certain sticking point, and then you figure out how to how what's the ideal tactic for for that certain place, and then you, and you figure out it's very rewarding, yeah, I made it, and it wasn't that hard, <laughs> then afterwards, you know, you see, that you know, I tried this five times, and then, you know, when you do it, the right way, or find find a way that suits your playing style, so, so great, but yeah, I did it, you know, plant <laughs> multiple cocktail there, and mine there, and, you know, use these weapons, so it's, it's, you know, it's, you know, more you think about it, more, you give, more, more it gives to you, I okay. guess, I guess you could say
0: that. Uh, so one one last question, Super mm. Stardust mm, uh, HD two.
4: Well, good question. Yeah, we certainly uh, might be thinking about something along those lines uh, in the future. But uh, we're a bit busy, bit, bit busy. <laughs> you know, we just finished this, and we have another game coming up pretty pretty soon uh, just, uh, for PSN as well. And uh, sweet. So. Uh, so, but I think we're starting to starting to get into this uh, this this thinking of doing this stuff. And, uh, but we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> but maybe, maybe, maybe there will be something for superstars coming along, coming coming along pretty soon.
0: You don't understand my my complete like just addiction to Superstarist HD. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> I mean,
4: yeah, we you. thank you. Thanks for your addiction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks, thanks for the addiction, Yeah, but I think it's it's a sort of a game that you can come back to, and we just definitely hope the zombie zombie, you know, Dead Jason is is again that sort of a game that it doesn't grow old that quickly, so you can come back to that. Try to you know get higher higher up to the high score tables. Beat your friends with your score. <laughs> Have everlasting boasting, <laughs> mm.
1: <The> right? <laughs> yeah, we don't want the game to come out because right now we're on we're pretty high up on that list. So <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm sure. I think. I think you know your your score's gonna be wiped out. I'm sure you know when the I'm sorry, sorry, you need to build some back up. Sorry, guys. I can confirm that's sure true. The score will be going before they really Give everyone a fair chance.
1: <laughs> I what chance right. now. <laughs> Take out my phone later and take some shots, yeah. See, I rule. (laughs) USA,
3: USA. USA.
4: We'll see. If England is coming up as well, we're going to be there. (laughs) High up in the score list, I'm sure.
1: I'm not a developer, but I'm sure the code to just insert in there, you know, leave Torgo, Philip J. Fry, and five-spot score alone, but then wipe the rest out. That's probably not that difficult, right?
4: <laughs> we'll see what we can do. You okay, know. That's that's right.
0: Well, sir, we have taken enough of your time. Uh, thank you very much for, for taking the time out of your day to talk to us. And, uh, you know, we just wanted to really talk to you about a game that all three of us are honestly really enjoying and, and uh, think that is just fantastic. So, uh, thanks for all the
4: uh, really, really great to hear, and I think for Hasmark, this is like you know the first time we get ace for our games I, I think well, I think we might have had some for Superstars, but, but I think it's great you know you guys for instance, have really really got into what we tried to- com- accomplish there, and that's uh, great it's it's great to, great to hear that we have fans out there yeah, definitely, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, well, uh, thanks very much. Uh, November 30th, everybody, get out there and buy it. It's fourteen ninety nine here in North America, and similar prices everywhere else. Uh, get out there and buy it. It is an awesome
4: game, and
0: uh, hopefully we'll see another game soon from House I you
4: right. Okay, thank you. Thanks a lot. Sure.
0: All right, well, our thanks to Mr. Black for uh, coming on the show and talking to us about <laughs> Dead Nation. And uh, that'll be out, you know, we got the interview out before the game's out. Of course, it's out on the 30th next week. Uh, In my opinion, worth every single freaking penny, plus more. It is that freaking good. It is a really, really good game. So please go check it out. And get Super Stardust HD if you don't have it, because that game is pretty much a huge addiction for me. I, I used to play that all the time. And I still do, actually. All right. News. Wow. Where'd all this news come from? Like news places Uh, just appeared. Internet. What's the internet? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, this first one, I guess I'll take it. What the hell? Uh, This first one, pretty interesting stuff. Popular Science uh, gave the gave PlayStation Move a. uh, a, a, I think they called it a winner uh, for Best of What's 2010 or what? Best of What's New in 2010. And uh, went right after PlayStation Move, says it's something that's really good. Uh, I, you know, the thing is, I read this article, and I can't remember anything about it. They're saying it's the most immersive gaming controller on the market, and the first motion-capture game system accurate enough to attract the hardcore gamers who consider the Wii and the Microsoft Kinect to be kids stuff. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, they ain't, uh, yeah, all right, they're not screwing around there. So, yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. I mean, Oprah didn't have it on or anything, but Popular Science thinks it's pretty cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you could tell we're just riveted and ready to be here. Jesus yeah, crazy. Oprah. Guys, go and get
0: drunk before the show tonight. Uh, well, well no, we had you,
1: extra time. You me- <sighs> mentioned Oprah, and I started visualizing all sorts of different things in my mind. Uh, so I lost me
2: there. Uh, <laughs> <ew>. <laughs> Wait, did, were you visualizing her because you were going to take the next
1: uh, article oh here? Oh, my God. Exactly. That, and I was trying to figure out where she hid that move controller, but there's so ah. many places.
7: <laughs> wow.
0: All right, yeah. so on to the next thing. So this Tactics Ogre thing, huh?
1: Yeah, coming to PSP in February. This is uh, it's Tactics Ogre Let Us Cling Together. It's a remake of That's a hot. Super Famicom game from 95. Wow. Which was also re-released on the Saturn in 96, and, of course, the PS1 in 97. Indeed.
2: And so. I, th- I think
0: Mark actually, like, blew a gasket when he saw this coming. This is one of his all-time favorite games.
2: Yeah, he works T- every out- game is his all-time favorite game.
0: Well, any RPG, weird, obscure Japanese thing with big heads or big pie eyes is Mark's favorite game. <laughs>
1: It's a Japanese tactical role-playing game, so seems to fit Mark's bill.
0: Sure, sure.
1: I think. Something he well, could
0: uh, sit on the shitter and play with his PSP.
1: <laughs> it's a long-running series. I mentioned a bunch of games in the, <laughs> the mid-'90s, but it's really been coming out all over the consoles ever since. I know there was a couple N64 versions of it. One of my buddies is a huge fan of Ogre Battle 64, which I never played, but he just raves about it.
0: Right. It's
1: supposed to be a good series.
0: See, the uh, the only reason I really bring Mark up anymore now is because people tell him that we're talking about him, and then he freaks out.
8: <laughs> Why were people talking about me?
3: <laughs>
0: That's right, you little tattletales. Go tell him this. <laughs> anyway. Just like everybody goes and tattles to Greg Miller when we say something about him.
2: I love him. Why would we say anything about him?
0: I really don't. Well, except for the fact that <laughs> what, what, there was something I was saying one time, but I don't remember it
7: anywhere. Who? Cool.
0: I, next. <laughs> you probably couldn't hear hear me over all the yelling. Oh wait, wrong podcast. <laughs> wow, everybody's just so on tonight. Josh, take the it next one. It's
2: a weird night. Yeah. All right, so Black Friday, I hope everybody's rushing out and getting your 3D TVs, right? Right. I might be. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> yeah. oh, after okay. Thanksgiving weekend. Well, you know, it's a good thing because Sony is saying that they have over 50 3D games currently in development for the PS3. So, yeah, they're going all in. Well, actually, <laughs> Sony's not...
0: doing 20, but there's 50 total because other companies. Are doing
2: yes. They're, that's what I'm saying. They're saying that there are over 50 3D games currently in development, but 20 are in-house. 20 right. are Sony uh, first-party developers. Right. And the other 30, well, that's, that's other developers out there. So, yeah. it's, you know, it's happening. It's really happening. <laughs> Shit just got
0: real, yo. <laughs> and it got real uh, in 3D.
2: Yeah, I'm the 3D that we've seen so far is pretty sweet, and I actually did start looking to uh-huh. see if any deals were going on this weekend, but there's nothing uh, nah, nothing that I can see so far. I'm <laughs> just going to hold off. <laughs> Not like I have money for it anyway right now. Uh, <laughs> well, that's the fun, yeah. right? Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I got, I've Next got year sometime. Grand Turismo 5 now.
1: You know what I find interesting in this article that we're sharing is the fact that Hocking, Mark, M- Mick Hocking, he's a SCEE studio director, he says that making a game in 3D is only a 2% increase in production and cost, right. production cost and time. That, that was surprising to me. You know, So I, that makes a lot of sense why folks are, there's so many games coming for 3D. If it's only a 2% increase and considering the tremendous amount of money they put into these games, why not add it in?
0: Well, definitely. I mean, it's yeah. it's always optional. There's not any games out there that I don't think are ever going to actually, like, require it. But, you know, since Sony put down these these limitations where the game can only be 720p if it's going to be in 3D, etc., etc., um, I think that really kind of opened things up for developers as well, where they're not trying to push to do it in 1080p and try to get it working in 3D with the limitations of the hardware, even though the Blu-rays play at 1080p in 3D. But, um, I mean... Like like Josh said, the stuff we've seen so far. Psh, I mean, I was kind of a skeptic too until I saw it, and I'm like, I want it, I want it now. <laughs> I'm in Gran Turismo Five and 3D. I'm in MLB. I'm in MotorStorm Apocalypse. Definitely.
2: Yeah. Zone Three. Uh, actually,
0: I I would play Killzone Three in 3D, but I don't know if I play the whole game in 3D. I I don't know. I'd have to play more of it. I don't know why, but
1: uh. yeah, I'm anxious hmm. to see the strain on the eyes. You know, we've only and you, I know you've played it a heck of a lot more than me, but just probably a, a few minutes at a time, or maybe up to an hour at a time. But have you sat there for six hours with those glasses on? Kind of curious to see what that's going to be like.
3: <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get Killzone Three oh, day God. day one, and it's gonna
2: sit in. On the shelf until next <laughs> Christmas when I get my 3D TV.
1: <laughs> and
2: then I'm going to sit down one Saturday and play it all day long
1: in 3D, and then I'll be blind. And you're going to walk into a street post in front of your house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and your mom said it was, uh, she always said it was probably from playing with yourself, and you proved her wrong.
2: <laughs> no, I'll it's be the sitting there playing with myself. Well,
1: technically. <laughs> I yeah. thought it was my move controller, mom. Honest. <laughs>
0: see if you had a connect, you wouldn't oh, forget it. Um, see it's got a little glowing
2: ball. I mean yeah. well, I that's from the fifty-ninth Street Bridge. I'm sorry. <laughs> Get back there again.
0: All right, twelve dollars for the controller.
2: <laughs>
0: twelve dollars if you want in three D. All right. Which is the next one here? Oh. Well who put this one on here? Holy shit. <laughs> uh, wow sony huge stock up for winter sale on the psn holy balls uh for ps3 it's happening now going on right now that's right get over to psn for all the deals uh pixel junk racer second lab for 349 normally 699 top gun for 749 normally 15 gundamonium collection for 749 that's a sweet sweet deal that's uh like three or four schmups, three shmups three schmups. Uh, and they're good good games. They're they're actually really good. Uh Death Spank for seven forty nine, awesome deal. Joe Danger, my god, seven forty nine. So half price off all those. Uh, PSP Groovin blocks for four ninety nine. Fat Princess Fistful of Cake for ten bucks. Holy shit, you should buy that game for ten bucks. Uh City of Final Fantasy, another one that you should buy for ten bucks. It's a fantastic game actually. Dante's Inferno, that's right. St. Almost Fire for uh, $19.99. And, uh, wow, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker on UMD as well over in the stores for this price. $19.99 on the PSN. That's a steal. You're, you're stealing from Kojima right there. That, there's so much game in there. And then for the minis, Young Thor for $2.49. We've uh, reviewed that on here before. Field Runners, $3.49. Hero of Sparta, 249. dollars Alien Zombie Death for $1.99. And a game I picked up yesterday and haven't tried it yet. Monopoly for two forty nine. Uh and remember yeah. minis titles you can play on the PS3 and the PSP.
2: I didn't even know there was a Monopoly for the Minis. And at 250, I'm gonna grab that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted on my PSP Go, so I was like, ooh, perfect timing. So yeah, pretty badass sale. There's some good stuff there. It's like three things I want to buy. So alright. Last one I guess we'll let Joel do.
1: Yeah. Joe so Danger. It's got some downloadable content, and they are downloadable characters. So you can roll with a couple different dudes besides just Joe Danger in his blue and or red outfit. (laughs) So now we got Geronim Geronim Joe, who is a turkey-chomping Native American brother of Joe Danger, which is timely and uh, culturally festive for the holiday. Only a developer from England would come up with one of these. Yeah. They
0: said, we don't know that much about Thanksgiving, so this is what we came up with.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to smoothly back out of this one, as I probably just offended mega people. Sorry. They're too busy at the (laughs) casinos taking our money. (laughs) So, yeah, there's just a bunch of downloadable characters. Freshen up your Joe Danger, yo. Get some downloadable characters. And, hey, this game is half off this week, so grab the game and grab the Indian and make... Turkey with it, I don't know. Buy the game; it's Heck awesome.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you get a monkey. You get a monkey with a little fez hat on. How much more do you need? It's a friggin' you monkey. With that.
1: Yeah, monkey. All
0: right, chuckles the chimp. Actually, all right. Uh, well, since we've had the interview and everything else, let's take our break. When we come back, we'll do uh, the what we're playing. And a review of iPad PS3 PSP, and review of Pac Man Championship Edition DX, and our voicemails. We'll be right back. Okay, we are back, and we're going to let Josh start off here because he's going to be talking a lot for the reviews. So, Josh, what the hell have you been playing? A lot. <laughs> all right, then. Thanks a lot. Joel, what uh Yeah.
2: All right, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, I turned on my 360 again. Yay. Wow. The one- and I... Well, I wanted to try Quantum of Solace a little bit before I got into Bloodstone. And... Man, you know, I'm glad I actually watched the movie before I played that. Yeah. Um, but they skip. Like, you play through the first section, and I'm thinking, okay, now I know what's coming next in the movie, and there could be some really cool action stuff on boats and all that. And boom, it skips ahead like an hour. <laughs> like, wait, what?
0: <laughs> the good stuff happens in the movie. Go watch it. Yeah. We'll wait.
2: <laughs> um, and I was really down on the graphics. Um the character models, especially. Yeah, it's the Call of I Duty just, engine. Yeah, they just look bad. They they really look bad. Like, James Bond did not look like James Bond. <laughs> not really. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I played some Splosion Man. Splosion uh, Man.
7: Splosion Man.
2: Yeah, because uh, I haven't played that, like, in a long time. And for some reason, it just caught my eye played it for a little while and I finally put in Alan Wake for the Ah, first time. Alan Hill. Have have you guys played that? Not yet.
0: I I watched somebody else play it.
2: Dude. It's gorgeous, but even that there, there's some weirdness like in the facial stuff and like lip syncing, not really happening and things like that. (laughs) But the, uh, the backgrounds and the the settings and just the color palette that they use and
1: everything—it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous, and it's creepy as fuck, man. I oh. keep hearing Twin Peaks references, and that I love that television show. Is that apt? Uh, kinda. Mm. Yeah. No. Kinda, because yeah. it has
0: it has. It's not it's really, really like survival horror, right? It's kind of
1: more mysterious. It's a, like kind of a tweaked.
0: Psychological mystery with paranormal yeah. mixed in.
1: Yeah, and it's that paranormal
2: stuff, man. The Your enemies, you're in the woods a lot and in the dark. <laughs> and you got a flashlight and a gun. <laughs> um,
0: and some Astro Glide.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> when those when your enemies they they coalesce out of like the fog the fog sort of turns into this black smoke and they coalesce out of the black smoke and then turn into these guys and they they just have these voices and they come charging at you with axes and stuff and holy shit every time they they coalesce and they come charging at me i get goosebumps it just freaks me out every time i see it i don't know why and i'm through the second chapter now or i'm almost through the second chapter now uh it's kind of neat because it does that each section of the game it's its own self-contained chapter and they all kind of play into each other but you know you finish the first one and the second one starts up almost like a tv show it's like previously on alan wake Mm. and it recaps everything that went on (laughs) <laughs> so, Meanwhile, at the yeah. lo- law. <laughs> <laughs> it's kinda neat though. Uh I like it, man. It's really spooky though. It just freaks me out when I'm playing it. Ooh. So so I like to play it late at night in the because you know, that's yeah. better. <laughs> yeah. Um Uh some Jack and Daxter Lost Frontier on the PSP. Cool. Because it's been forever since I played that too. Mm-hmm. Um and I got back onto that on the on the commute the other day. Uh, a little bit of iPad for the PS3 and PSP, just a little. <laughs> uh, just a two, to yeah, for review stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> finally, I tried to play Just Cause two like a couple weeks ago, <gasps> but I realized that my game save was upstairs, and I was too lazy to go upstairs. Um. <laughs> Dude, just play back to where you started. I mean, just start no. over.
3: Yeah. Jeez.
2: Come on. You're not that far. Yeah. Nice. So <laughs> this time I was upstairs and I'm like, I'm playing Just Cause 2. And yeah, I'm at 61 hours now. See? Oh my God. So, yeah. It's nothing. And I barely scratched the surface. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i got to keep doing that. Uh, Rock Band 3, more of that. Uh really digging God. that some more. i got to play uh, that more. I just did a whole karaoke thing at one point because Lou wasn't around, and I just I picked like ten or twelve songs uh, and just sang all of them, and then uh, played like a like an eight or ten song set list for guitar because I haven't played guitar in forever. Nice. I've been constantly playing drums, so uh, fun stuff, really fun stuff. The Bee Gees
1: on guitar is fucking awesome. <laughs>
3: <laughs> say that those right little,
1: now. Those little funk <laughs> rhythms. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like the disco sort of real. Yeah, it's good stuff. guys talking. Luigi's. Oh man. <laughs>
0: I, I thought you were just like punching yourself in the nuts and singing it.
1: <laughs>
2: and uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition DX. <sighs> Game of the year. <laughs> oh, That's all geez. I'm gonna say. <laughs> Game of the year, game of the goddamn year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> DX, that's right. What does that stand for? Dicks. Fort Dicks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Remember when Dicks came along? <laughs>
1: <laughs> PS Nation, the Blazing Saddles reference point. <laughs> Pretty. That all Futurama. life stories. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yep. <laughs>
2: i got no i can, I got nowhere to go with that uh I don't know <laughs> I'm done anyway <laughs> uh I'll
0: go next'cause I will go next because i do not have that much at all um a lot of black ops uh, I've been playing black ops like crazy on um multiplayer Probably have the review ready next week. Uh, I don't know if I'll have it written, but I'll, I'll probably do one on the show uh, finished single player've been playing a lot of multiplayer I'm up to level thirty. am I over forty now? I think I'm like forty one maybe Something like that and it caps out at fifty. Uh, you know, it's it's because I got some shit from, you know, one of the one of the uh listeners on Twitter. He's like, Oh, if it's multi platform, you're not gonna like it. Um I think it's mm-hmm. way better than World or uh, World at War and way better than Modern Warfare two. I think Call of Duty 4 is still kind of the epitome of the of the series for me, but uh they have just done a fantastic job with Black Ops. I mean just in terms of the amount of modes that have come out. And the online patch came out uh, last week, late last week, and it fixed a lot. It's not perfect yet, but parties were able to stay together a lot easier. Uh, a lot of the lag and a lot of the uh, jumpiness is gone. Um, a lot of things have been fixed. So a few things need to be balanced a little bit more still. But overall, I think, man, Treyarch really hit it out of the park with the multiplayer. So uh, really enjoying it. And, and the maps are The maps are really good, except for uh, Nuketown. Nuketown can go fuck itself. Uh, (laughs) But I've been playing with a lot of the uh, VG Evo peeps and just really having a good time. Uh, Some more of the Killzone 3 beta. actually got on and played with uh, uh, Vladrik and a few other people to grab some more video of it. Uh, Played some more Dead Nation. Uh, Played,
3: uh,
0: heck, what was that game now? I can't think of what the heck it was. Well, of course, uh, the big one, Gran Turismo 5, uh, showed up Monday. And I plugged in the wheel, recorded some footage, took a bunch of screenshots, uh, and... Uh, I mean, there's no way I'm going to be ready for a review. And I've already said I'm going to wait for a couple weeks to do, do the review, even though, really? Does Gran Turismo 5 need a review? Not really. I mean, it's people are going to buy it. And for all the all the haters out there, you know, oh, it's a, if it's a game that came in from GT4, it looks like shit in GT5. No, it's bullshit. They look great. The ones from the PSP look great, too. The difference is... There's 200 premium cars in the whole roster of over 1,000. The premium cars are the ones that have the fully rendered dashboards. If you don't have one of the 200 premium cars, so then they're called, quote-unquote, the standard cars, and then you have your PSP garage, um, you can do like the, the hood view, you can do over on the roof, and then the third-person view. But they look great, and they drive great. It's They're still a part of the game. Uh, so I, I opened up the kart racing, which is cool. Uh, my God, the the sense of speed that you get from this one, and the difference that I've because I was getting shit on Twitter today too because <clears throat> we were kind of talking about Forza. I have played a buttload of Forza. I played Forza two like mad. Um, the difference with the Gran Turismo series and the Forza series for me is that the Forza series still feels arcadey in some ways, and that's the best way to describe it for me at least. GT five doesn't have that arcadey feel. When you're racing in the rain at nighttime down these uh, Tokyo roads, and you're hitting the the little seams in the road, and every one of them you can hear clearly in the in the rear speakers, and and you know all the spray is coming up, and all of a sudden out of nowhere because you're coming up to a blind corner, this car just appears through all this spray, and and you're just jamming on the brakes trying to make sure that you don't get spun around or whatever else. It's the whole immersion factor with this game that, that just really pulls me in. And, I mean, when I was playing Forza, especially Forza 2, and I still have it, and I'm going to go back and play it before I do the review, because I, I really do want to go back and, and just... Because you you have to compare them. I mean, it, it's the, you know, the big racing game on both platforms, and it's going to be compared no matter what. But when I was playing Forza, I was playing for, like, hours on end. So it's not like I would play a couple of races and put it away. I played Forza 2, like, crazy. So... I actually think I'm. I, I can give you a pretty good comparison, but um, no, I I think Gran Turismo Five outclasses that game in every way. Forza Three too. It's except for you can't really do all the paint paint work that you could in Forza, which that stuff's awesome. But that's really the the only thing that I can think of so far that really Forza does better, in my opinion. So there you go. Um, <clears throat> ah, there's a couple other games I played, but I don't remember what the hell they are. So, oh, some more Horde. It's more Horde with uh, Zavari and his wife, and uh, Chris from PSNStores.com. So that's about it. Just Black Ops and GT5, yo. Joel? All
1: right. I went on a God of War tangent this last week. Nice. So I started with God of War 2. So I had never played through that. I beat 1, played through part of 2, but then my... uh, Lost the game save, and blah, 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 blah. So anyway, I had to go back to that and start playing it. That got me in the mood to play Chains of Olympus. So then I started playing... I put two down, started playing Chains of Olympus. That got me in the mood to play Ghost of Sparta. <laughs> so I went out and bought Ghost of Sparta. <laughs> Fuck that whole story thing. Started playing that, and of course, that got me in the mood for God of War 3, which is where I finally landed. <laughs> I see. playing through that campaign The inspiration was obviously playing all the other God of War games, but also I'm trying to catch up on a few of the uh, Game of the Year candidates that we're going to be talking about in the very near future. And God of War 3 is one of the games of 2010 I haven't yet played, so I wanted to spend some time on it and be in a better frame of reference. So I'm going to, you know, pick up Game of the Year. We actually have to play those things? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fuck. I knew it.
0: Every time he says he's playing a game for review, he's just playing more Just Cause 2. We knew it.
1: But you don't have to. You already picked your game of the year. Ah, That's right. Yeah, yeah you're done. <laughs> I am Good. done. Nice. I'm smart. <laughs> SM- SMRT. <laughs> so, playing through three, and man, is that game gorgeous. Yeah. Looks amazing.
0: Yeah. That's an understatement.
1: <laughs> yeah. Really enjoying that. Uh, Blood Drive arrived. All so, I right. started playing some of that. And, you know, initial impressions. It's crap. But after playing it a little while, (laughs) it's really charming and it's growing on me. Okay. So I I had to... When I first put it in and played it... Like Mr. (laughs) 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 Hanky.
0: Oh, wow. Sorry. (laughs) It stinks. It stinks. Now, explain what Blood Drive is. This is from uh, she who did... um, Shatter and also grip shift.
1: Yes. So I haven't. I've only played about an hour so far. Um, obviously a car game, but involves the zombies. It it has just basically different events. It's not one select storyline or one select type of path that you take. Mm -hmm. You just go into like an arena sort of game show sort of thing that you're just a bunch of other cars. I guess it sort of has a twisted metal feel to it just because it's a. You know, arena with a bunch of cars, and you got to duke it out. Sure. One one mode is, or one, I guess, game style is just mow over as many zombies as you can in a okay. certain amount of time, and when the timer runs out, whoever, you know, ran over the most zombies wins. Okay. Or, you know, you can just go to, like, a demolition, take each other out. So it's just basically different game modes. Nothing, I, I haven't had a whole lot of time playing it, but... All I can say is, so far, it's starting to grab me. It's okay. it's a game that's got a lot of charm to it, and I find myself starting to get addicted.
0: <laughs> well, I know, I know Jaffe, so, I mean, he's even been tweeting about it, and, and uh, he he actually really liked a couple of the elements that they did with the, with the gameplay, yeah. so... Um, yeah, I just didn't have time to play it, so...
1: Yeah, it's real arcade and its controls, you know, and I'm sure it's the polar opposite of what Gran Turismo 5 is, so it took yeah. a little while to get used to the controls, and start to understand kind of what you're supposed to do and actually it's a little difficult at first until you start to figure that out and you get the controls down but now that i've started to figure all that out it's becoming a hell of a lot of fun to play cool so i plan on doing a future review so stay tuned i'll have more info on this one later all right i uh, went back to crazy taxi i felt like i might have gave it a raw deal last time with my controls are too loose comments
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so i went back and played it some more and you know i, I stand corrected the Controls are not as loose as I initially thought. They're loose, but not as loose. It's not unplayable. As soon as you get used to the controls, it's actually a pretty decent game. It's kind of just like playing Crazy Taxi on the Dreamcast. It's a little different, obviously, but the fun were factor you- is, is almost there for me again.
2: Were you able to get the dash working? Because I know a bunch of people in the show what, thread from last that? week. Yeah. yeah, we're like, no, you can do
1: it. Just do this. Just do this. Yeah, not really. I tried, but it wasn't working yeah. as well as I had hoped. I mean, I, <laughs> I can't didn't get to I try pull it, it again off, yet. But I can't
0: pull it off like I could on the Dreamcast.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, last but not least, I've been catching up on my DVR shows. Nice. Greatly in the hole and a bunch of TV shows. Most importantly, a Walking Dead, which ah, I had yeah. yet to watch. And the wife and I actually caught up on all four of those this last week. And to anybody who has not yet checked that show out, and there's an article on our site from Bill this last week, which I highly encourage you to check out. But I also, you got to check out the television show. Man, is it good!
0: Yeah, I liked what I saw, except for the whole zombie. <laughs> I did. Li- I, I do. I think it's. I think it's going to be fantastic.
1: I, I really do. It's very, very well written. It's got a sense of morality to it. It's not your typical zombie affair. I don't know. It's Kind of has you guessing it every every time you think you know what's gonna happen it it doesn't turn out that way, and I like shows like that kind to right. make you think a little bit more and leave you hanging
2: yeah, well, it's straight from the graphic novel,
1: uh the settings
2: and things like that that's really what they were aiming for when they made it.
0: yeah, I heard that they flesh the characters out a little bit more than they did in the graphic novels though,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a pretty, pretty graphic television show, so I guess that makes yeah. sense. Like, I can't believe some of the stuff they can pull off on just basic cable nowadays. I mean, there's literally axes through foreheads, and they show it. You
0: know, Well, even when, so. you, when you watch The League on FX, which is, by, by the way, one of the funniest shows on TV right now. I mean, they drop everything except for the F-bomb. It's just nonstop.
1: I don't know what they can't do. I mean, this... <laughs> this could be a rated R movie, as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, yeah. Don't don't be discouraged because it's on cable. It is graphic and it's it's good, nice. good show.
0: Cool. So I forgot to mention something. Are you you said you're done, right? Okay. Yes. Or, were <laughs> no. I, I just looked over and saw it. I'm sorry. No. No. Yeah. Um, Turtle Beach I... finally sent us a, a headsets to try out. <laughs> You know, a month after Extra Life.
2: Just in time.
0: Uh, um, So they sent over the DPX-21s, which are the the, the full 7.1. They come with the DSS box and everything else. uh, And I've been playing Gran Turismo with them. Wow. (laughs) They're really good. They did exactly what I wanted, because I kept saying, if I could have the sound from the Tritons that I use now with the comfort of the Turtle Beach and the microphone of the Turtle Beach I would be really happy and guess what that's what these are Um, I'm going to do a full review on the site in a bit but wow they're really good (laughs) they're like putting pillows on your ears
2: how many plugs does it have
0: Um, it's actually pretty easy because this little DSS box does everything and it's smaller than the uh, number, number one it's powered by USB So you don't have a separate power amp like the Tritons do. That's nice. Dude. You have four cables total in in the DSS box, okay? So going in, you have a mini USB from your PS3 for chat, and that's what powers the the amplifier. And then you've got uh, your, your audio cable. So, like, for me, I have an optical cable going in. And then out... You've got, uh, it looks like a standard headphone jack, but it's actually, I think it's proprietary because I plugged it into my Mac, and uh, the headphones didn't work. So you have a headphone jack going in, and then the USB that goes to your your headset. So your headset actually has two wires going into it, but they're uh, they're combined, so you don't have two hanging off or anything. Um, It has a separate volume control on the DSS box. You also have a little breakout box that goes, you know, you can clip it on or whatever with Uh, Not only bass controls, chat controls, and the game volume control, uh, a mute button, Uh, the bass boost in this thing, holy balls. I mean, it's, because the P21s I really liked, and they were analog, and the bass is just exceptional in those. The bass is better in these. I mean, it it feels like they're actually moving off of your ear if you turn it up enough. Um, The one downside, just like the Tritons, if you have have DTS turned on, you have to turn it off. Because if you get into a game that supports DTS, you'll get no sound. So uh that's one caveat, but uh seriously, I mean these are 150 bucks retail. Wow. I mean I am stunned by how good these are for the price. So and they also have a wireless one we found today. It's like the like PX forty one or something, <clears throat> and it's uh, completely RF wireless. Uh so it has an amplifier. And uh for the voice chat it uses the little PBT that I talked about before. Because that PBT actually has a three and a half in or three and a half millimeter plug for your uh, like if you want to use it for your 360 even or a 360 headset if you wanted to use because you know the PBT actually syncs up to your PS3. So these headsets actually have that so you can plug it in and you get full wireless from your ps3 then for voice chat and for everything else. and since that PBT can sync to two things at once, you can have it synced with your phone and it will actually like if you're in a game, and you get a phone call, you can hit a button, and boom, you're in the phone call. So, I don't know about that one. That's like 250 Uh but it's Jeez. nice because it's RF. It's not infrared like some of the uh, the cheaper Tritons and everything. But, yeah, these DPX-21s, if you're looking for a gaming headset for around that price range, get them. They're really good.
1: Yeah, I saw it at Best Buy. It's a sharp-looking unit as well. Oh,
0: yeah, And, I mean, it's so convenient because, like, the Triton, I keep the amp on the left side of my, uh, where I record and everything, because I use headphones when I record. And, um, I mean, the Tritons are nice. They sound great, but they're a little tight on my head, and they kind of clamp onto you. And uh, a few people I know have had problems with the microphones because the mic is really sensitive. The PX-21s, it gets the D and the DPX-21 from this little DSS unit that you can buy separately if you have the PX-21s. they're insanely comfortable. I would say even a little bit more comfortable than the p ones that we had. It's essentially the same microphone though and it's uh like the microphone's very bendable. So you can really get into into the position you want and uh it sounds great. It it sounds exceptional. So
1: uh, Yeah, how's the 5.1 surround in those because that's one thing I'm looking for in a headset is I want to if I'm playing a game like Dead Space, I want to hear everything towards the rear of the headphone and I'm kind of skeptical of skeptical of that technology having never tried it. Yeah, How does this Handles surround it, sound.
0: It's good. I haven't. That's why I haven't done the review yet because I want to play a moody game where it's not just like Killzone 3 beta and, and Gran Turismo are very in your face or in your ears if you want to say that. But I want to try a more moody game like a Dead Nation or something with these. So I'm st- I'm still waiting on that and that's why I haven't written the review yet. And that's the one thing that I'm kind of wondering about as well because it has the same expander DSP on there and I've the expander I've never really liked. Uh, on the P21s, it, it put a lot of white noise, and it just didn't sound right. Uh, I've switched between it even on Gran Turismo, and, and the sound just really sounded a lot fuller uh, when you had it turned off. So uh, I'm going to test that, and hopefully I'll have that like at least review for the podcast next week. Uh, I don't know how much writing I'm going to get done <laughs> very soon. But, uh, no, I mean, first blush, wow. I, I'm extremely blown away by these things. So sorry about that. Totally forgot. All awesome. Right. So now it's time for Josh to just uh, tickle our eardrums with some reviews.
3: Would you like that, Would you like that,
0: yeah, yeah. Now I'm just letting you know that if Josh goes too far, if he goes too long on any of them, I have taken it. I'm I, out of
2: retirement.
0: That's right. The Jared oh, so. no. Oh
2: no! Oh <laughs> no! <sighs> All right, iPad, move edition, PS3. Wasn't this Meet part of our agreement when we signed
1: up for this? And the, the contract <laughs> clearly said, you cannot buzz us. <laughs> contract. I mean, do I got to pull that shit out? We got to fax that over real quick? <sighs> Just saying. Uh,
0: you know what that means?
3: The thing of the day. <laughs>
2: Sorry. Uh, oh, it's dingo and the baby all over again. Hey, Josh, you're the one that
0: sent that sound over. I'm just letting you know, rem- you know, reminding you of
1: that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm going into a premature turkey coma here.
0: Oh, Kick it. I can't wait till tomorrow. All right, Josh. IPad.
2: All right, all right. iPad, PS3 first. iPad Move Edition for the PS3. Yeah, this is a game for kids, for the most part. <laughs> oh shit. Um. No, it's got some it's got some decent stuff. It's it's got enough in there that it would keep even me occupied beyond the relatively easy silver trophies you can get. Um <laughs> <laughs> Alright. The the biggest problem I have with it really is the setup. Um it's really a pain in the ass to get this thing set up properly. It has to be exactly, and I spoke about this on an earlier show, it has to be at exactly the right height right, and pointing straight down. And, you know, the way I have things set up, I had to pull a drawer out and put stuff in the drawer to set the camera up inside there on the edge of it, pointing straight down at the floor just to actually get it to recognize. And I almost stopped right then and there. I was so annoyed with the whole thing. Um... It has uh, four save slots, so you can do four different iPads. Uh-huh, uh, yeah, cool. uh-huh, cool. Um, it's kind of neat, I and mean, when you get in there, there's this professor guy who's at the iPet Center, and it's this live motion dude who's talking to you and, and walking you through the whole thing. You get an egg, and you have to warm the egg with the fan, and you have to rock it back and forth with your hands and everything, and you tap when he when your little pet taps inside the egg and you clap when he calls out and um you you do all this interaction right there on the screen which is kind of neat um you wiggle your fingers around to get him to jump and pounce at you and you have to feed him his bottle and you you do a whole bunch of little things just to you know interact and and bring this guy out of his shell and and do whatever you're doing with him um it's. I could see where kids will just they'll go nuts for this thing, um, because it it does have a little charm to it. It is. It looks weird in pictures, and when I saw it first, I was kind of like, uh, "thing's kind of creepy looking." But <laughs> then you know the way there was a they me and <laughs> the way they actually do its movements and its interactions on the screen, it's really adorable. It's charming in its own way. Um, you, you basically get sent through this pet program with challenges, uh, where you have to, you're trying to win prizes and toys and stuff for your pet. Uh, and you go through daily challenges. Uh, you don't have to do it every single day. I mean, you come back after a couple of days and you go right to, you know, the next set of challenges. Um, They're good. I mean, it's a good way to actually keep you engaged and keep you doing stuff. Um, You do have to keep feeding him every now and then. Uh, You do have to keep washing him every now and then. (laughs) Um, I had played it for a couple days, and then I put it aside for about two weeks. And I came back and turned it on, and I was like, is he going to hate me? How's it, you know, how's it going to handle this? (laughs) And he popped right out and he was all excited and he jumped around and, you know, I was like, yeah, it's all good. He's no problem. And he's hopping around. I'm like, he's looking a little dull, like color wise. And then I started hearing flies buzzing and I looked closer. Oh, no. Dude's filthy, and he's got flies buzzing around his head. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was dead. <laughs> oh no! It, it was it was like because it had been a couple of weeks, and it's like all right, it's been a couple of weeks. He's filthy, and I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> and the uh, professor guy noticed it too. Like immediately, he pops on the screen, and it it figures you've gone several days, and it says, oh, you've you've unlocked this and this and this because you passed this many days. And he's telling you about all these great things you can do now. And then he says, what's that buzzing sound? Mm. (laughs) Oh, well, (laughs) so yeah. So you have to wash him again. You have to wash him a lot. Uh, or he gets filthy (laughs) and unhappy. Um, there's kind of neat stuff you can do with it. Uh, there's like a trampoline bounce, uh, you know there's um a bowling thing where you you actually use the move controller he climbs into almost like a little funnel and you let go of the, you line him up and let go of the trigger and he goes rolling towards these bowling pins like a bowling ball to knock him down uh You have to teach him how to draw stuff fortunately because this is the Move edition, you only have to physically draw on paper the first two things. Mm. And then after that, you have a choice of drawing on paper or using the Move uh, controller to draw directly on the screen,
3: Mm.
2: which is so much better because I'm I'm looking for paper and I'm like, I don't want to waste all this paper. This is ridiculous, you know? (laughs) So, I only had to do two of them, which was cool um but it's neat it's it's kind of neat to see you know you you teach him how to draw you draw something, he tries to draw it, he screws it up, you show it to him again, he tries it again eventually he figures out how to draw it uh obviously, it's not that difficult. he can just copy exactly what you show him, but you know it's the whole pet thing and yeah, just calling cute.
0: up Lou. I need more Lego pads.
2: <laughs> you know what actually, Lou had a really good idea and, you know, hey Sony, cuz I know you listen to this. Uh Sony. Um we, we should Sony. we should be able to Oh, that's right, we do. Yeah, I'll just uh I'll just send an email out uh, when I'm at my desk on Monday. <laughs> um <Nice. laughs> She said, "Well, can you take him into home?" I said, holy shit, you know what? That would be really cool. If you could have at least that representation, because you can customize them with the color of the fur, the style of the fur, uh, the outfits they're wearing, all that stuff. If you could have your own little virtual iPad, like on your shoulder, hanging out or around you or something in home, that'd be badass.
0: That would be kind of cool.
2: A neat little crossover Uh, i know that probably wouldn't be easy because it's the whole avatar thing and it's static and you know in the model the character model and everything and it is what it is but that would be really cool if they could work that out somehow um so yeah you get you get all these challenges uh Every day, and you try to get through them in a certain amount of time or try to do a certain number of things uh, and you can get uh, bronze, silver, or gold medal for each of them, and you get more prizes uh, depending on you know how well you do and it's typically just clothing outfits and things like that, hats and shirts and whatever sure. uh, that you can dress your your little guy in. A lot um, of stuff
1: on the store I've noticed. A lot of, yeah. Uh, yeah. lot of stuff coming out, like outfits and things like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There there are now. Um you can also do gardening, uh <laughs> where you basically teach him how to how to grow plants, I guess. Uh you get the the <laughs> seeds. Well, I'm trying to figure out how to explain this. You get the seeds with the move controller, you drop the seeds and he sees them and he digs a little hole in the ground and puts the seeds in there and then you have to water it and the, the plants grow and you have a whole garden thing. But they, even that, you're doing all this stuff for prizes, basically. Um, so it's, it's constantly feeding that, oh, get more prizes, You know, do more stuff, and, and it walks you along. But it's teaching your little pet all new things along the way. Um you can do races where you you know you have him draw the car and he can jump on the car and then you do races with him. You can do an airplane or a spaceship. Um you can teach him to sing. Uh, that was an interesting exercise. Um <laughs> Yeah, you have to do three different notes and it's very particular on those notes and it took me a while to get because you have to do the note and you have to hold that specific note and then he repeats it and then you have to do a different one and he repeats it and then back to the first one and he re- you have to do like 10 in a row or 12 in a row within a certain amount of time and get him to nail every single one of them. Uh, to move on from that, which man, that was a pain. But at the end of it, it says, "Okay, now try teaching him your favorite song." <laughs> I was like, "No way!" <laughs> so I just went,
3: "Rock
2: <laughs>
3: you don't fuck,
2: have to put on the
3: red light."
2: <laughs> yeah. So I did that, and he looks at he looks at me on the screen, and he goes.
3: Meow,
2: meow. <laughs> 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 wow, and I lost it. I was like, "All right, this could be fun." Jeez, <laughs> yeah. So it is. You know, there there is kind of fun stuff that you can get out of it, but really, it is geared towards kids. Uh, it's a really neat concept. the The interaction works well. The move stuff is really cool. Um, I do have some problems with. Like when you're feeding him and stuff, the the virtual items are so big and clunky on the screen. And you have to turn them and move them in a certain direction. And he gets in the way and other things on the screen get in the way. And because you're in such a small space there, it can be difficult sometimes. Uh, and I was right. when I was doing it, I was thinking, man, uh, like a five-year-old trying to do this would just give up. <laughs> you know, they were just, there's no way they could do this because mm-hmm. I was having all kinds of problems just based on the space limitations that I had to work with. Um, so I couldn't even imagine, you know, kids might need help in some places, but it's neat. You know, it's it's fun, I guess, uh, sure. in its own way. Uh, I think, you know, as an overall game, uh, whether for kids or for adults or for both... I'd probably give this a B plus. Okay, uh, it's a good, solid game. And, you know, it's there's a lot more that could be done with it, but uh, for what it is, there's a lot to do there. There's I still haven't gotten to the end of it. There's still more stuff to unlock, uh, just toys and things like that that you can play with with him. So yeah, there's there's a lot to do there. Um, mm. so with that in mind, on to the PSP.
1: Uh huh. Which yeah, I, PS-
0: which I actually said, I think is going to be better than the PS3 version. So,
1: yeah, well, S- the setup's got to be better at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But
2: uh, better? Uh, I don't know. Uh, hmm. I'm not sold on it. Um, You use the little camera, the little PSP camera that's been out in Japan for five years um, and elsewhere in the world. uh, Just came here for this and Invisimals. Um, I will say for what the camera is, and the camera is not even a one megapixel, according to the booklet that came with it. I
0: thought it was a 1.3.
2: I think it was less than that, according to the booklet that I read. Hmm. Uh, which surprised me when I saw it. I was like, "Whoa, really?" Ooh, um, it's surprisingly good, though. Yeah. You know, I immediately went into the XMB on the PSP and went to the camera and took a couple pictures. And you can do video, so I recorded a quick little video just to see how it looked and how it worked. It's Surprisingly good.
0: Yeah, I did a um, video with it at uh, when I was over at Scott's for Extra Life, and hmm. I thought it looked great.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so that's neat. Uh, go owners, uh, sorry, you're screwed. You can't yeah, use you this. <laughs> Unless you can um,
0: find that ultra-rare connector, because there is a connector apparently that mm. was announced that would allow you to put older devices on the go. But it'd did be that ever
1: actually come out?
0: I don't know. I should find out.
1: Is this a downloadable title or just
2: UMD? I believe it's just UMD because you need the camera. Oh, yeah. you well, there you have it. Anyway. And you need this. You get this little card with it uh, called the iPad card. The magic. uh oh, Wait, yeah, what yeah. is it called? The magic card.
0: Same thing like invisimals. Which,
2: yeah, and you you put the card down. Basically, it's a it's a white card with a black spot in the middle and a little paw print. And at the bottom it's blue with says, iPet. pet, um, but you have to put that down and then you have to move back. And I mean, move back a couple of feet <laughs> to actually have enough <laughs> space because it needs a big space around that card to actually work. Um, so yeah, that, that's weird. Um, if you're too close uh everything on the screen disappears and your pet pops into a bubble and starts floating around and just sits there kind of like can't do anything um if you put your hand in there on the screen he immediately pops into a bubble and disappears like don't touch me you creep me out um so it's like Mark.
0: the iPad version of you Josh
2: yes it's weird yeah exactly uh it's it's strange because all that especially if you played the p s three you're used to all that interaction where you're physically you know reaching into the screen and and doing everything is, there's none of that here you cannot interact in that way at all so in a way you, there's almost a disconnect there you're you're just sort of sitting back and watching these things take place um the the world is a little more cartoony in this uh the professor when it starts up starts up the startup screens everything are exactly the same but the professor is just text on the screen for the beginning telling you how to set up and where to where to do everything and then you get a voice at least but it's a little cartoon head so that's the same voice too so it's the same voice actor they got huh um uh do, 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 do what else? Um Oh, they use the microphone actually. You blow into the microphone. Uh cuz at first you heat the egg up and you heat it up too much, of course, and you blow into the microphone to cool it down. Um <laughs> oh, You Yeah. You, you can't
1: touch them, but you can blow on them. That's cool. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds um, like
0: something I paid 20 bucks
3: for.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have to name
2: um, of course, and you record a little call signal, um, that you'll use the right trigger to actually call him wherever you want him to go. Um, so of course, mine was like, <laughs> uh, and he was thrilled with that. He would just come every time he heard that. Um, not like, all right, you guys are sick. Uh, yeah. He would go to where what? you wanted him to. <laughs> 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 um, All right, so what else is in here? Uh, See, this one, uh, this is why I'm not sold on it. Uh, You don't have that progression uh, the way you do on the PS3. Uh, You know, the pet is there. he's, He's on your desk. He's wherever the card is. And then almost immediately, they're like, okay, come inside the little pet house. Come into the pet house. And you come into this little house and then it's a completely virtual cartoon world. You're not using the camera at all anymore. Hmm. And he wanders around the house and inside the house you've got the styling stuff where you wash him, you feed him, you change his clothes and everything. You can re-record the call signal. He's got a bed, a little diary thing. That's where you do the drawing stuff. Uh, So you know i guess if you want to take it on the road you know you could do everything all the home the in the little home stuff with him uh but there's not a lot of stuff to do in there and there's races and stuff you can do with the little cars you create and all uh-huh. uh but there there's not a whole lot in this game compared to the ps3 version uh there's also load times which man getting into the game uh takes a good almost 3 minutes to get to the start of the game oh jeez from the moment you you boot it up uh the load times when you're in the game when you say okay let's do this can be anywhere from 10 to 30 seconds wow and 30 seconds like i thought i mm. i thought something was wrong at one point it's you know i said all right let's do this and it said okay uh, okay, and it just kind of sat there <laughs> and did nothing, and I'm like, okay, now what? Uh, okay, and my pet's just kind of hanging out. He's looking around. I'm like, uh, what am I supposed to do? And then finally, 30 seconds later, it everything loaded, um, and I broke the game. Nice, bad, uh, in. In your little home, any pictures you take, that's the other thing. If you if you press square at any time, it takes a screenshot and saves it right to the memory stick, which is pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, I like that. And I'll probably use those uh, when I get up a written review of this in the next week or so. Um, but the thing is, when you go into the little home area, there's two little picture frames up there. And it says, hey, and this is where you'll see uh, photos that you've taken. And I go and I selected one of the frames and the whole thing froze. (laughs) And then shut down. (laughs) And I had to do... I had to start the PSP again. It was like a full restart. Okay. Um, And it took me, you know, almost the three minutes to get back into the game. And I was like, oh, that was a weird little glitch. Let me check out the photo area again. Boom. Froze it again. So, (laughs) yeah. Photo area is broken for me. Um... Hmm. Uh, There's not as much to do here. There's not as much customization. Uh, The colors, you only have like 18 colors total. And they're just shades of three shades of red, three shades of green, three shades of brown, (laughs) Uh, things like that. They don't look that good. Um, When you feed him... uh, You press X to just drop food into his bowl. There's not a whole lot of interaction with this stuff where there was, you know, in the PS3 version. Mm -hmm. Uh, The bowling is there as well. Um, That's the other thing. When you do games like that where you do bowling, there's a little fishing thing and all. It tells you, okay, pull the PSP back and make sure there's enough space for, for the uh area for the game area and it'll focus in on the card real quick the card will outline like in a blue outline and then the box will expand to whatever size it needs to be so you have to pull the the psp all the way back so that you make sure the whole box fits in to the frame and then the box disappears and like the pond comes up or the, you know, whatever comes up that you're going to be doing, the bowling area comes up. So, um, but working with them when you actually get them going is is kind of cool. There's just not a whole lot there, though. I mean, all you get is bowling, car stuff, a trampoline, the fishing, sailing, gardening, and a treasure hunt. <laughs> Let's look for and- treasure. Yeah. Well, the treasure, man. the treasure, you just, you move your little cursor around the screen and call him and he comes over and he sniffs and no, he's not finding anything there. (laughs) You go over here. No, he's not finding anything there. You're like, okay, what am am I supposed to do? And then a big black X appears in in one spot. Hey, look at that X. (laughs) Oh, gee, I wonder if there's something there. I found
3: something. Thank God for that big black X.
2: Yeah, and he goes over and he digs up a little tiara. Yay, he got a tiara. <laughs> you know? Aww. I mean, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's just not enough here. If there was maybe even some crossover between this and the PS3 version, that would have been kind of neat. Sure, um, But there isn't even that. Uh, it's It's pretty thin for what it is. And, you know, the whole thing where you're using the camera, you're not using the camera... You have to have the card with you. You have to have enough space that you're pulling back. It's it's a weird fit for the PSP. Like, it almost would have been better entirely without the camera. Um, and just doing the little virtual stuff, you know, inside his little home. Um, there isn't really even much progression through it. Like, there is, like, a full progression system in the PS3. Sure. Um, it's just kind of do whatever you want. Um so yeah it's it's all right uh this one I'd have to give maybe a c plus wow at best,, okay. yeah, there's just not enough there it's especially when you put it up against the p s three you know, I didn't expect a full featured version, but I really didn't expect it to be as thin as it is, sure, um so yeah, kind of down on that, huh, um, okay. okay. And let's get to game of the year.
3: Oh jeez! <laughs>
2: <laughs> at least, all right, all right. At least for downloadable titles, game of the year. I'm sorry, it's it's going to beat out Dead Nation. It's going to beat out everything.
3: Oh, all right. Uh, have
2: Have you guys played it at all?
0: Not yet. I, I grabbed no, the demo I, and everything. I and I'm probably going to buy it, but because I really like Championship Edition.
1: I just downloaded it tonight. I played the hell out of the 360 version, but I seen quite a quite a bit of different stuff in this one.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like the the original Pac-Man Championship Edition,
1: right? Uh, exactly. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. So this is this is a sequel to that and this one is actually on the 360 and PS3. Um man. Oof. <laughs> All right, the original game had uh two uh f- two 5-minute uh, well it
0: had 5 minute ahead, 2 minute, it it had
2: uh I think like score chase or something but
0: or no, it had like no, 2 minute, 5 minute, 10 minute. I think that's what it was.
2: It was 5 and 10. Yeah. And I I actually booted it up right before uh right before we recorded just to double check on that. Um but yeah, it was pretty thin and even with that it was an awesome game. It was just a ton of fun. <clears throat> so this one actually expands on that big time. Uh, They took everything from Pac-Man Championship Edition and added to it huge. You've got eight different courses. Uh, One of them is the original Championship 1 course that you played on in, in the first game, if you played the first game. okay. There's a darkness mode where the entire maze is pretty much blacked out except the immediate area around you. And finally, something I desperately wanted in the original one is a free play mode. Oh nice. Where you're not limited by time, you're not doing a score chase, you're not doing any of that. You're you get to just play it like a regular Pac Man game for as long as you can in any of the mazes Very that you've cool. unlocked. Yeah. Nice. Freaking awesome. Um, so the way this works, it's not like your standard Pac Man. You don't just eat the dots and you know, eat the power pills and everything. You when you eat the dots, uh as long as you keep eating without dying, uh you're Typically, they're 10 points. Well, as you keep eating more, they go up and suddenly they're 20 points, then they're 30 points, and then they're 50 points. So, the key is to stay alive and right. and keep eating. Um, so, there's also several new mechanics at play here. Uh, the first one is the bomb. And you have a certain number of bombs uh, per round whatever you're playing, you can earn more as you're going. Uh you don't want to use them if you don't have to. Because as you're playing the game speeds up more and more and more and the faster you're going, obviously, the quicker you're eating stuff and the higher your score is going to be. Right. At the end. And that's what you're always going for. You're going for that high score. Every time you use a bomb uh, you'll send all the ghosts that are chasing after you right back into the center spot, uh, their little home area. Uh, so it's it's like a get-out-of-jail-free card, but the downside is it slows down the speed a bit. Okay. And you have to build that speed back up. Um, the other thing that's going on here is this sort of bullet time effect, where when you're about to run into one of the ghosts everything slows down on the screen your controller vibrates and it sort of focuses in that area like look at what you're doing you're about to die dumbass yeah and it gives you a second to turn around and try to go another way or hit the bomb whatever you have to do uh that takes a little getting used to you know because i've been playing pac-man for what Thirty years, <laughs> and and suddenly everything slows down, and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa what? <laughs> What's going on? i Was yeah. wondering how oh. the
1: hell they could incorporate bullet time into Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I read that on the PSN. So, I'm like, well, bullet time. What the? F-? Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But you know, when you get you when you get used to it, it actually works really well. Uh, the other thing is around the mazes, the ghosts. You know, you've got a couple that are coming after you initially, but then there's ghosts parked all over the maze and they're sleeping. Hmm. And when you pass by them, they wake up and they start chasing after you. So the idea here is you're always looking for patterns because as you're moving around and you're eating the dots, you want to be moving past all these ghosts and getting them all to chase you in this big ass conga line basically. Right. Because that's what they do. They, they just form this gigantic line where they're all coming after you. And you get to the point where you're going to eat one of the power pellets and you turn around and just tear through them because, you know, you go from 200, 400, 600, 800, 1200, and it, it ramps up to 3,200 points. And, man, you're boom, 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 boom. Sure. As you're eating through them and the points are just cranking. Nice. So the trick is really to get that line as big as you can before you can, uh, before you eat one of those and turn around and chase after them. Um, there's each of the courses, there's eight different courses. I think I mentioned that, uh, or is it eight? Yeah, it's eight different courses. um, Each one of the courses has a five and ten minute score attack uh, and time trials. And then there's a ghost combo uh, thing that you can do there where you do exactly that. You have ten minutes to to just kind of jerk around in there and build up and get the (laughs) biggest combo of ghosts that you can all in a row. And when you're satisfied with that, you know, either you just play till the time runs out or you just hit a button and you're done and it records that score. Uh that's the other thing. Everything is ranked. Everything everywhere. Uh so it's ranked per course, per game type, and overall. Uh so when you're sitting in the menu when you first start up the game and it says play a game now, it says like for me, it says one thirty six uh slash forty six ninety three. So overall, I'm ranked 136 out of 4,693 players hmm. right now, as of tonight. That's
1: awesome. Uh, so it's like cross so, all games. It's like your yeah. overall. That's nice.
2: Yeah, it, it does an overall rank. And then if you go into the leaderboards, it breaks it down by game, by game type, by like every little thing you can see. Plus, there's a replay mode on there. So you can look at, like, how the hell did this guy get this score? You can go back and you can watch his entire game oh, and wow. see exactly what he did Very to get cool. that score. Well, you could do that yeah. in the
0: original one, though, too, in the 360. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's it's actually freaking your, awesome. That's,
0: that's actually really nice, especially if Fork's on your friends list. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really... It's remarkable what they've done with it. I, I'm so freaking happy with this how are the controls
1: because i know you're a you're a pac-man aficionado
2: yeah they're solid i mean it's it's as good as pac-man you know pac-man on the namco collection uh the controls are good what you're gonna run into and it was worse on the 360 just because of the the stick and the Mm -hmm. d-pad um whichever way you play it i tend to play with the stick um when you get to those higher levels, if you get fast enough, you know, if you stay alive, basically throughout the whole game, it gets so fast at some points that you can't even get around those corners. You know, you have to really, (laughs) you really have to work your way back around to get to exactly what you're trying to get to, because some of the corners are just too tight at those speeds. Uh, Mm. at least I can't react that quick. Um, so, yeah, you'll run into that even with the the PS3 controller. Um you know what? I should try. I wonder if uh that Saturn controller would work with this.
0: Uh probably. I would assume I should it would. Try
2: that. Just to try it. Uh just to see how that feels. Um yeah, make yeah. sure to try it with an arcade stick also. Ooh,
1: yeah. That see would be I'm- an interesting try.
2: Yeah, yeah, I should try that. I I do have one. Yeah. All right. Are we done? Because I (laughs) want to go try that. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, There's also... You know, I noticed uh, something else in the game save. There's two saves. There's your regular game save, and then there's a Namco Generations save. Hmm? Ah. Uh, Yeah. So I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's going to track stuff across... All of the Namco games that they're bringing out now, these Namco generations titles,
3: yeah,
2: or if it has something to do with there's a little feature in there called Namco gener or ng community News, oh. uh, where they'll be adding stuff in, and the first one that's in there right now is part one of an interview with the director uh Tadashi Iguchi, uh, where he talks just a little bit about um you know what they did and building the game and stuff like that, sure. So, yeah, I oh, I can't say enough about this. A, A, A plus, easily. <laughs> I mean, wow. it's, the the first one was awesome. Yeah, well, and it my is. big my big gripe with the first one was there's no free play. You know, you're you're stuck with those five and ten minute modes, and it's not enough. I want more. I want more time in there. I want to go until I die. You know. Sure. Mm-hmm. like a regular Pac-Man game and they've added that and they've added so much more on top of it. Um you know there's eight different styles uh that for the look of the mazes that you can use. Right. You can do color changes, there's different background music. That, there there's so much in here. Isn't there like it's,
1: a 3D Pac-Man kind of homage too in there? Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's like 3D, there's a very pixelated one. There there's there's eight different styles, and the, there's one. Phew, there's one where the corridors of the maze are just so narrow that it messes with your head when you're playing, especially when you get to faster speeds. Huh. Oof. yeah. So uh, the the different styles can be challenging depending on you know which ones you try. Sure. Uh, but you do get a trophy for playing all all different styles. So actually that's the funny thing within the first hour or so of playing it last night i got all but the last two trophies
1: <laughs> wow well you are a good pac-man player in all seriousness but holy <laughs> shit it's, it's pretty quick yeah the the last two trophies are um
2: uh what are they they're beat every single mode uh in uh the time trial which is every single course, every single time trial, and then beat every single course in the score attack, which is, you know, all the score attacks all the way through. And I, I didn't have time or I would have had those two trophies as well, but those (laughs) uh, I'll nail those. Those are just, you know, those aren't skill so much as they are just do them. And the, the time trials actually can be a little more skill based because you, you only have a certain number of lives and you really have to stay alive and, and get, the you have to basically eat a certain amount of fruit in a certain amount of
1: time. Nice. Um so yeah, I guess they do require a little more skill, but Yeah, those are always fun because if you if you can stay alive for eons in Pac Man, then you're obviously going to have the highest score, but you know, kind of levels the playing field off just to throw out a certain amount of time in there for those people that don't have that skill. Actually yeah. can just score chase and have a chance at it. And that's yeah. what I liked about the first one. I mean yeah, I wanted the the free play mode as well but there's something to be said for those two minute or four minute chunks whatever they were
2: yeah yeah those score attacks they they are fun because you get into it and you're like i can beat that score i know i can beat that score you know and you just you try to do it all over again and you're looking for a better pattern and a better way to to add more ghosts to the conga line that you can turn around and just nail for a massive score when you hit them you know so yeah it is awesome. Absolutely cool. awesome. Can't recommend it highly enough. Sure you can. <laughs> yeah, no, no. 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 It's impossible. It's the game of the year. How could I?
0: <laughs> oh, wow. No, uh, yeah, I, I plan on getting that. I just haven't had time. I mean, obviously, I was playing GT5 like it was going out of style, and I'm pretty sure um, once we're done with this tonight, I'll be playing with my new phone and uh, playing some GT5 again. So... Um, it's just timing, but I I definitely want to get that game, so...
1: Well, shit, NBA Jam hit last week. We didn't even talk about that. Oh, There's so many forgot. good oh, games we'll right about now. I that
0: one, yeah. Uh, uh, th- th- am yeah. I the only one that has it, or did you guys get it? No,
1: I I bought it, but I got, like, five minutes in, and then i yeah. like, oh, what, what else do I got in my pile, and I just moved uh, on I, to I, something totally else, I so... I we got, got play it, play it at
2: Kmart. I ended up spending 20 bucks. I got it at Kmart, oh, Jesus. Uh, well, that's and good deal. I haven't even had a chance to play it yet.
0: It's really good. It's... It, I mean, for an NBA Jam fan, they've really done a good job, and uh, we got to play it online, Joel. Which we really should.
1: I got to get my skills back. It's been forever I since I played NBA Jam, and I went in there. I played maybe two matches real quick, and dude, I right. suck. I well, got to figure thing, out how to play again. You
0: can't you can't hold the button when you're doing a dunk? You have to let off at the right time. I mean, it's it's not at the right time, but you have to let off before he hits the the rim.
2: But that was all right. So Joel and I will will play each other and we'll practice and then we'll get good enough to beat Mister Torgo.
0: <laughs> you know what we should do is you should get it, or we should get on this weekend because Rock is coming up here for the weekend, for oh, the extended cool. weekend. And he and I used to play NBA Jam. I mean, we probably put more time into that than Josh has put into Just Cause two.
2: Oh yeah, that'll be fair.
0: Yeah. Well, but this is a different <laughs> game. It's, you know, there's there's a lot more involved here. But no, I'm I'm really I, I'm I'm very happy with it so far. I, I think it's, it's
2: yeah. Just we fantastic. should do that. Yeah, we That'd should be we awesome. Should,
0: let's get on and play. So we'll have to figure that out. All right. Well, uh, we just did voicemails this week, so uh, we're we're a little bit behind on them, and uh, we have one from our. I think the first one's from our good buddy Nabachine, So uh,
1: let's listen to this one.
0: Yay!
5: How hey, Glenn, Josh, and George. It is Null Machine. Hey, how you doing? I'm fine. Thank you. Um, question for you guys. So after listening to, what, a few episodes back when Josh reviewed um, Sonic Adventure, he pretty much gave us a fair score, and I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, of course, back in the day, you know, it was like getting perfect scores and everything. It was like, oh, game of the year. And, and I played it and I 100%ed it and I loved it. Played a new one. I still like it. It's nostalgic, but you know, it's, it's in its place. It doesn't deserve an A. It doesn't deserve a B. It's just it's just middle of the road. What
3: is this game
5: But okay. Thank you, Torga. Um, so I was just wondering, um, what games that come out, um, the games that come out around these days, what you say is probably going to be like in the next 10 years, not considered as good as, um, I don't know, whatever games that come out then. Um, like, what you say, like, probably something I would think about, probably Dead Rising. Dead Rising 2 even is like, um, sure, it's like up to our standards now because of the sense of killing, but, you know, later on, the trolls are going to feel like so outdated, and I don't know, they probably won't feel as good anymore. Um, but hey, what other games would you probably say won't live to the test of time? You know, maybe Demon Souls won't be as bad as it is, or dare I say Kill Zone Two will be considered mediocre. Oh, no way. I'm sorry. I'll I'll stop. I'll, I'll go
1: in the corner Tur- Torgo I'm sorry. Bye. <laughs> Nobody puts baby in the corner. Awesome call. Uh, Uh, Oh, what a a great question, too. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah, no shit. That is a tough one. Uh, How about some of the new technology? You know, we're uh, kind of on the precipice of a lot of stuff changing. Got the connect, we got the move. You know, depending on where their future goes, you know, if that takes over, then, you know, it won't look silly at all. But if it doesn't, it might be kind of weird to go back 10 years and play something like that. You know what? I think people could
2: look back if they pick up NFL Madden 11
1: <laughs>
2: in a couple of years. If, if EA loses that license or that license goes out and it's multiple developers now, I think we'll see how bad Madden 11 really is. Um, because, I mean, just that hitch every time you hike the ball, that alone just breaks the game for me. Yeah, yeah. I I really don't play it because that that breaks the game for me. I I just it takes me out of the game that alone, you know? Uh, <sighs> and everybody's like, "Well, it's the only football game out there, so it's awesome." Oh, it's Madden, and it's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's not really.
0: You know, I I started thinking about especially Madden um because I mean, I I did I, I, I think I gave it like an A minus or something, but I mean, at the time, it did seem like so much better than Ten, and in a lot of ways, it is better than Ten. But then, after I played it more and more and more, I started realizing how many things still just don't work. And after that many years and that many versions, I think that's one game that I would probably actually re review and, and give a lower score. And I, I agree with you. I, I, yeah. I've never liked the fact that Madden's the only game in town, and you know, you've you've got a couple companies that have tried to put football games out that don't have the NFL license, and, you know, having the license or not, the game's pretty much stunk. I mean, even Backbreaker just wasn't a good game. It was so easy to to defeat the AI, and, and uh, you know, the tackles were cool. Sure, it used the Euphoria engine. It looked great, but it just wasn't that great. Um, so I agree with you on that one. Yeah.
2: You know, having NHL 11 actually opened my eyes to the a i and the the animation and everything in Madden, and right. how bad it looks comparatively, so yeah, yeah. I,
0: you know i I think I'm trying to think i honestly I think that um I think Alan Wake would be one of those that I think would kind of be looked back upon and and not not appreciated as much as it is now, just because. I think it's it it fell at the right time where there really weren't anything else out there that that had that same kind of mood and and um, I I think it's the best looking game on the 360 honestly I, I think it's the absolute best looking game on the system but uh, mm-hmm. I think it does a lot of things wrong too and and just from what I've heard about the game and and some of the crazy ammunition ammunition issues and and uh, kind of a, a lack of balance in a couple spots but I think they did it right but for how long it took to do the game I, I think it's I don't know. I think I think people will go back to it in a couple years and go, well, you know. But at the same time, if it, you know, it, it did kind of bridge that gap between storytelling and kind of episodic storytelling and kind kind of survival horror. So it did it did a really good job in that respect.
1: I like his dead his Dead Rising two example. Yeah. I think games that games that premiere like new tech. Tend to sometimes rely too heavily on the new tech and, and can be a little shallow in the gameplay. I don't. I'm not saying Dead Rising 2 is a shallow game. It's not. But you know, looking at a game like State of Emergency on the PS2 when that came out, and, <laughs> you know, just salivating wow. over the fact that you can have a hundred characters on the screen at the same time, and you can be fighting them all. You know, it was cool for about ten minutes until you realize how shallow the damn game is. Exactly. So, Dead Rising is a good example of kind of a newer tech that you know, 10 years from now it could be just old hat and who cares, you know, so that yeah. it's a good example
0: and I think Lost Planet's already one of those games that we're looking back on and going, hell <laughs> because yeah. Lost Planet 2 di- kind of did that to everybody um, man, that's a really good question That take we should have almost screened that one for next week or something
3: hmm, I'll
0: have to think about that, maybe we'll revisit that one next week or something
1: yeah, that one requires some thinking
0: yeah! Damn you, Nabashin.
1: <laughs> don't you know how this works? We don't think.
0: Yeah, we don't. We, just, we don't listen to these ahead of time. Come on,
1: we just talk before we think.
0: <laughs> All right, here <laughs> is our second one.
6: Hey, PS Nation, lock it up here. Uh, I'm, it up. I'm sort of. I need your help with your expertise on gaming. Oh, uh, I don't smart. have a lot of time to spend with long stretches on games, and I'm, I'm sort of trying to chase an experience I had. When I was younger, with a uh, Korean RPG online, I'm trying to find something on the PlayStation, on the console, that uh, is an RPG that will give me like a free world roaming, where I can come in and just grind on my character. I want to, I want to have leveling. I want, I want character management. I want, I want the whole. I don't want QuickTime time events. That's what I don't want. I do not want the God of War experience. I do not want the Castlevania experience. I just want to be able I want quests. I do want quests. I want to be able to go to shops, build up my weapons, go to blacksmith. I want to build up my armor. I want to have quests to go on, but I also want to be able to say, ah, today I'm just going to go in this part of the village or this part of the forest or this part of the whatever and grind on these characters that I know I can beat because I want to go to the next part where I just can't beat them yet. But I also want, I want buffs, I want debuffs, I want spells, I want leveling, and I don't know if I'm searching for a game that doesn't exist just for the pure fact that I'm looking for it on a console and I can only get that experience on the PC. But like I said, I don't have a lot of time to sink into large, like five-hour, six-hour chunks. But when I do have that, I do want the ability to go in and have fun on a game like that. So if you could rack the brains that you guys all have and uh, give give me a title or something to put down, I'd really appreciate it. And uh, yeah. don't want a motherfucking stick, y'all.
2: <laughs> <laughs> never, he he never said fast. he wanted to. He said he wanted to grind on his character. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know. If maybe he wanted a tequila, tequila game or something like that because that'd be really <laughs> easy to grind on. <laughs> yeah. uh, I would say Fantasy Star Porable too. From what I've heard, I mean that's the ultimate grinding game right there.
1: Hmm. Uh, well, what about Fallout Three? That's what I was thinking.
0: Didn't he say portable?
1: Did he? Did he he said on not. the consoles. I thought.
0: Okay, I thought he said portable. Sorry.
2: Uh, yeah, I thought it was. But well, now we've given him a portable and a console. Yeah, there fall you go. Out,
0: fall out. Actually, <laughs> I would. I would almost say Fallout New Vegas because it sounds like people are liking that.
1: Yeah, New Vegas has more, more of the. Uh, you got to eat, and you got to do a lot more character yeah. development than you do in the first one, Fallout yeah. Three.
0: Uh man, we are such the wrong people to ask this. <laughs> <laughs> there, there isn't the, much the ultimate grinding just cause two I mean, just not, <laughs> yeah i was gosh, i was gonna six, say six
1: that hours into it. <laughs> grand turismo five dude yeah but no really shit.
2: there isn't a whole lot on the consoles right now that really fall into that category uh True. elder scrolls Four, oblivion uh, yeah. you're gonna have and, dc
0: universe online soon i mean that's gonna be out yeah. like in march um Ah, I'm trying to think of RPGs that I just don't know.
1: Well, if you go there to the really PSP aren't portable that many route, right now. PSP seems to be the RPG machine as of late. Oh
0: my god, yes!
1: It's kind of taken it yeah. over from the DS, even believe it or not. So yeah. Persona Three you go portable, portable and um, a lot of options.
0: Yeah, Fancy Star Portable 2. I mean, a lot of our VG uh crew really love that game and and they play it quite a bit. And I think that has online play as well, so you can actually get on and grind with other people if you want. Uh, It's funny (laughs) we we, we've been joking about Grand Turismo Five because it's like a a light RPG. It's all car based, but it's a light RPG because you can build up your character and everything. Um, Yeah, I I'm sure there's other ones out there. Maybe we should take some suggestions and email. So uh, if anybody out there has any other ideas, please email them to us and and let us know what your uh, what your thoughts are. Alright, this last one this is a little bit shorter than the, the other ones, so that's what she said. I hope not.
3: Alright, here we
7: go. Hey guys, it's Rob here, uh, Rail Slave on the PSN. Long time listener. First time i called in. Been listening since, uh, uh, well, I guess Punishment started about episode 67 or so. Uh, but uh, I was calling to check on, uh, see what you guys thought about, uh, uh, remote play. Uh, getting a little upset with some of the, uh, games on the PSN that don't support it, you know, like, uh, shit, Gravity Crash. Great game. Love to play it on the PSP via remote play. Uh, and also Critter Crunch. Um, I've been wanting to play that game as well. I think those games would be great for, uh, as a PSP title as well. Of course, like Gravity Crash is, but uh, Critter Crunch. Great game. Been trying to get it remote play, of course. Doesn't work. Uh, the only game I currently have, I think, is... Uh, uh, pixel junk even is the only one I have that download that actually works but uh, just wanted to call see what you guys thought about that yeah. take it easy and uh, keep playing also uh, I believe it's with Josh or Joel that's playing uh, Yakuza 3 man I don't know if you guys have completed that yet but uh, man great game awesome yeah. some of the uh, cutscenes on there epic epic man great you guys take it easy keep playing Later on.
0: Yeah, Yakuza Three kicks ass, and that's another one on my pile of shame. I need to get back to that game so bad. <laughs> Me too. That game kicks ass. Uh, well, like you said, Gravity Crash. Why play it remotely? Just get the PSP version, because honestly, I, it actually works a little bit better on the PSP.
1: Yeah, same with Pixel Junk Monsters. Although you can play that remotely as well.
0: Yeah, but that PSP version's so damn good.
1: It is. The camera's, way better.
2: Better yeah, the camera's way better on that. Yeah, the camera's better. You know. Yeah. The PSP-PS3 connectivity is something that's sort of fallen by the wayside. Agreed. Uh, There was promise there, you know, and it just has sort of tailed off a lot. I have always had a problem, no matter where I've been and what router I've used and what settings I've put into it, that when I try to set the PS3 up so that I can, you know, be outside the house somewhere and sort of dial in and do the wake-up, it won't work because the router or something triggers the wake-up like every 10 minutes and the PS3 just gets fed up and shuts it off entirely.
0: And I've I've never never been able to correct that. I've never had a problem having it work. I just, you know, I really wish that some of these apps that we're getting lately would work with remote play though. Netflix and uh, Vudu yeah. and and freaking NHL Game Center and and uh, MLB dot I mean, all these apps that you could do remotely would just kick so much ass. I mean, yeah, you can get the Netflix app for the iPhone. I think there's a, I don't know if there's one for Android yet, but it's coming soon. If not, and but just to be able to do all that stuff and use use the PS3 more as that media streaming hub where you can get to all the stuff on there besides just the videos and the music. Uh, I mean, I've used Remote Play a few times. I actually have. Uh, Game wise, you know, I mean, some of the games really do work in Remote Play really, really well. I mean, Pixel Junk Monsters work great because it's not such a Twitch gameplay experience. Um, but it does suck. I mean, it, it, he's right. Remote Play has pretty much fallen by the wayside to a lot of people, and it bites. It's a great feature.
2: Yeah, I'm hoping that it's just because it's so difficult to map some of the controls um because yeah. you don't have the second analog stick you don't have the left to right to um you know and maybe that'll be sort of fixed in a PSP2 and we'll have much tighter integration um you know I've used it a lot in the past when it first was available I was using it all the time you know sure. and I I would leave the PS3 on I would go You know to my friends in virginia and i'd say hey check this out and i'd get back in and connect right through all the way back to the pictures on my pc and the music on my pc yeah you know through through like a media server that's on the ps3 and i'm like check this out it's just portable media server yeah it was so cool to be able to do that but um but yeah, I I just kind of stopped doing it uh, after a while because, you know, the the support really isn't there anymore. No. Uh, so much for games or anything like that. And, you know, I can't I can't make it turn on when I'm out of the house and when I'm in the house, uh, you know, the PS3 is right there. Why bother?
0: Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. Yeah, it sucks. That it's a great point. I'm glad I'm glad he called in about that one. Yeah. Get on that Sony. Anyway, all right. Well, I think we're done. Uh, hopefully, everybody enjoyed their Thanksgiving. My goodness, and and like this, like I said for the people in, not in the U.S., uh, hope you didn't get fired from your job today.
1: I don't know. So <laughs> well, that's not very nice. Well, I'm,
0: no, I'm hoping that they didn't.
1: Oh, okay, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, hope you all still have jobs. <laughs> it's kind of like Merry Anthony Christmas.
0: Clark, who was who did a TV show for a while, and when he did stand up, he he's like, oh, you know, you got your Christian or Catholic friends or whatever, Merry Christmas, and you got your Jewish friends, Happy Hanukkah. What do you say to your atheist friends? Uh, Hope you don't get run over, dude. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, to the to the non-American listeners. It just is an example of how gluttonous we really are. Thanksgiving.
3: Oh,
0: I love Thanksgiving.
1: Gorging food and giving yeah. thanks by gorging food.
0: But when you have a cook <laughs> as great as my Aunt Carol, it's all worth it. I love going there for Thanksgiving. That, Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays. So, What's
1: yeah. your, uh, what is Aunt Carol's specialty?
0: Anything she makes. This woman Anything. is the best cook I know. And also my favorite aunt and uncle. Out of the whole family. Yes, I pick favorites. And um, <laughs> she, she, well, one of my really big weaknesses is Reese's peanut butter cups. I, it's like kryptonite to me. I'll, Reese's peanut butter, yeah, I'll eat it. Sure. She learned how to make Reese's peanut butter cups, but they're like triple the size and it tastes exact. Like the peanut butter has the same consistency, everything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's hardcore that's crazy
0: oh my god <laughs> when i was at the house and she walked out with those things on a plate and i just looked at it i go because oh, it doesn't look like a little cup it was like this just it looked like a chocolate you know and i'm like oh well, what's that i'll try it and i took it away i'm like oh, i'll just take that plate
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and she's been your favorite aunt ever since
0: she's always been my favorite aunt <laughs> they're they're just awesome they're they're great people so and they're close to home and it's only like a 40 minute drive from here 45 minute drive and yeah so very very excited i'm just extremely excited to go down there tomorrow so so
1: do you guys have any weird thanksgiving traditions like obviously most people have turkey do you guys have pizza and eggs instead or no, just do the she, usual thing
0: she makes swiss steak
1: <laughs> with steak
0: no swiss steak okay yeah well you know, it's, is it neutral No, no, it's yeah. (laughs) You know, it's it's like uh, minute steaks, but it's with a brown gravy and onions and stuff. Uh, She makes the traditional turkey and and stuffing and and everything else, and uh, then she always makes Swiss steak. I don't know what it is, but she makes that every year. And uh, she, you know, she she makes pumpkin pie from scratch. Everything's from scratch, and yeah. Oh man, I'm getting hungry now. Yeah, so just uh, I can't wait. I cannot wait.
1: And, of course, after Thanksgiving, we all, we have the oh. Black Friday deals. So yeah. you guys braving the – I know you mentioned the 3D TV. Do you guys plan on going shopping that day? You stay in the hell away? No, I have to oh, work. I'm working.
0: Yeah, I'm working. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm only one of two people that's going to be in the office that day. So, But we're going to take probably an extended lunch I, like we did uh-huh. last year. Yeah. That's all I right. have to
1: drive past the mall on the way to work, so I probably should leave an hour early. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, assholes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've well, been skimming. Well, I mean, places are
0: opening at midnight this year.
2: Goop, goop. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I've been skimming uh, Amazon the past two weeks because they've been slamming deals left and right. Yeah. And I may may swing over to Kmart tomorrow morning uh, because they have Need for Speed, the new one, for 35 bucks, And I have a $20 oh, yeah. coupon sitting in my hands. So I could pick up the new Need for Speed for 15 bucks if I actually want to... Brave that at six a.m. I don't know though.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, if I do any shopping, it's going to be like Saturday or Sunday. Well, probably Saturday since the Packers. Yeah. on Sunday.
1: We got Cyber Monday.
0: Indeed, and it was actually oh. Cyber Monday last year was pretty badass.
1: So yep. yeah.
0: Uh, and how about them Packers, Nigel? The coach
1: killers. Oh yeah, you know we might be facing off against Josh's Eagles in the playoffs. They could both keep playing so <laughs>
0: Unfortunately, I like Andy Reid, so I don't want to see the Packers beat the Eagles so so that Andy Reid gets fired. But if it has to be one or the other, I'm I'm perfectly fine with the Packers winning.
1: We have a chance to get uh, Singletary fired upcoming. We've already got two coaches fired. We beat the shit out of the Cowboys. Coach got fired the next day. We beat the tar out of the Vikings, which I say proudly because I hate them. That was beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. The only thing that could have been better is if Favre would have been crying, you know, on the <laughs> sideline. That would have been the icing on the cake. But we came close. It was know?
0: great seeing him argue with uh, what's his name, too, the offensive coordinator. But um, Derek Bevel, yeah, Bevel, dude. It was so. I mean, just drink deep that that win. I mean, it, it just it's it just soak up the au jus right now, like like Zabin says. It's it was so sweet to it because I was really worried about the Vikings. Like ah, you know. As bad as the Vikings are, whenever they play the Packers, they just always step it up. And I'm like, oh. And then the Packers just dominated them. It
1: was Yeah, we awesome. started slow. The first quarter we were losing, but second quarter was just com- and on. Just yeah. complete domin- Like We embarrassed them. Yeah, I've watched it three times. I love it. It was. Love it. it. it, was, it, was, it was, and to see him beat
0: the Cowboys, too, for a couple reasons. Number one, uh, I hate the Vikings. Or, I mean, I hate the Cowboys. And number two... Everybody hates the Cowboys, except for Cowboys fans. And I think even they secretly hate the Cowboys. They just go for them because they're America's team. Bullshit. Because I hate Jerry Jones, too. Yeah, Jerry Jones here. Yeah. Honor the Dallas Cowboys. Douche. Yeah. I own the Dallas Cowboys, but I'm going to go to Vegas. Screw yeah. this team. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, sorry. I had to, I had to gloat a little bit because, man, that was there you awesome. Go.
1: Little PS Nation American culture for y'all at the end of the episode. <laughs> I love the Packers. <laughs> anyway.
0: All right, uh, and and check out uh, our Twitter account in uh, in March when we go to GDC because Jeff Rubenstein, of course, and myself had a little bet going on the Eagles Packers game back at, earlier in the season, and I bought him a special Packers hat that he has to wear at GDC. So, because he lost the bet, <laughs> <laughs> that hat is awesome. <laughs>
1: Poor, I'm a Packer fan, and I feel bad for him having to wear that hat.
0: Well, that was one. That was the charity hat for the year too. So the proceeds go to charity, but yeah. It's like it's the epitome of Wisconsin culture. It's a Packers hat that's blaze orange and has camo on it. Just awesome.
1: <laughs> All that's missing is human flesh to Indeed. eat with your hat. Yeah. <laughs> well, Another but, Wisconsin you know, tradition.
0: It yeah. is directly from Lambeau, though, so something to say there. All right, well, we've... Rambled on and on long enough. Uh, thanks so much for the the crew from from Mister Black uh, from from House Mark for joining us this week. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it's going to be a great interview. I hope so. Uh, and thanks to everybody for for listening this week. Uh, don't forget, real quick, to to get a hold of us a lot of different ways. Uh, definitely check out our website podcast or blah, blah, blah. Check out our website at psnation.org. Uh, everything is there. How to contact us, voicemail line, email, all kinds of stuff. You can email us at podcast at psnation.org. Uh, you can get it, call us at 715-502-9773. Look for us on Facebook, on furiousgamer.com, which, like I said last week, it was messed up for a couple days. They've they've fixed all the problems. Uh, find us on Twitter, at PS3Nation, at 5spotjoel, at pjfjosh. Find our forums at vgevo.com. And like I said again, check our website, psnation.org. We're putting a ton of material up there, and that will tell you how to get a hold of us in many different ways. And, uh, of course, don't forget, zazzle.com slash psnation. Uh, Josh actually tried to do a sweatshirt and it turned out, or a hoodie, and it turned out really freaking good. So I think we're going to try to put that up.
2: Hell yeah. 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 I'll redo it and put it up. Looks really good.
0: Uh, So he sent us some pictures tonight before we got started. Uh, And uh, again, don't forget audiblepodcast.com slash PSNation. Uh, The money that uh, comes out of that goes directly to us so we can start paying for our hosting, which is going to be up really soon. And uh, you get a free book out of the deal, even if you don't keep the account. Eh, hey, what are you gonna do about it? It's a free book. Anyway, all right. Next week we'll talk to you the regular time like usual. Thanks for sticking with us. Get out there and play some games. Have a good week. My dad
8: got a little drunk. There were signs, hip cocks out, the eyes unshift. You know, he turned red. <laughs> very simple. You're Irish, you get drunk, you turn red. What? (laughs) It's a physiological signal we developed years ago in case there's a sudden insurrection against the British we know who not to give loaded firearms to. (laughs) I'm tired of the oppression. We're charging the palace. Seamus. Ah, Christ, you're red. Kill me. Ah, fuck, you're red too. Ah, screw we do it next week. Give me your Guinness, boys. Everybody, write a poem <laughs> about what happened here today when the lousy Brits made us too drunk to fight. <laughs> I went back to Ireland two summers ago, had a great time, went over to Scotland, performed uh, at the Edinburgh Festival, fulfilled a lifelong dream of being heckled in Gaelic. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dana Gould from America. Say ye! What? Say ye? Fuck ye! If ye get to your knees, better marry your bastard! Everything over there ends in a strangled bastard. <laughs> and do you take this woman to be your lovely wedded wife? Ech, a curse, <laughs> I'm a. a nun, i all my life. I love you, girl. Ech, you bastard. you man and wife, you're flipping swords. If there was any doubt in my mind that my father was not drunk, it was immediately erased when I heard his shit-faced phrase. Anybody who knows a career drinker, they all have a shit-faced phrase. With my dad, it's, I'll be honest with you. No! (laughs) Don't be honest today. No, 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 no. I'll be honest with you. First of all, you're all right. I've been out here about a week now, and it's a little weird, but you're all right. But I think you should just be honest. You know, let's just say it. Shall we? For Christ's sakes. The Jews have all the money. What? What did I say? What? Your Jews got all the money, the blacks got all the sports and music, the fucking Japs got everything you plug into the goddamn wall that lights up and buzzes. <laughs> the only thing left for regular white people is storm drainage. That's all we have. <laughs> and don't think the fucking Polacks don't want to get their greasy hands on that. <laughs> My father will invent racial hatreds I did not know existed. <laughs> You'll hear him watching the news. Oh, Jesus, there go the Belgians again. Don't get me started. They're worse than the Burmese. Belgians are just Burmese with hangovers. I was so furious at what happened. I was just so livid that everything didn't go exactly as I planned. I called my brother Kevin Kevin, you're not going to believe this. Dad just got at dinner. He just got drunk and started mouthing off. Yeah, so? What's your point? Ah, click. Not a very close knit group. Gould family crest is five lions watching television, not speaking to each other. Move your head in Latin on a banner. Avanti to Crania.